I don't know how much value I have in this universe, but I do know that I made a few people happier than they would have been without me. As long as I know that, I'm as rich as I ever need to be. <laughs> there we go. Been um, early for that, is it? I know, we're away. No, it's energy drink, Paul. Oh, it's lovely. Uh, back once again with another episode. We've got a returning guest. Um, I'm just going to get straight into it because uh, today I had a story for you and I didn't well, want to hold it back any, any further. Um, do you know something? Don't take this the wrong way. Some people said, I don't know who this, this guy is when you come on. Because obviously, you're not within my sort of scene, you've never really sort of touched on the bounce stuff or the harder stuff, really, have you? No, you've been nah. my thing. Yeah, I am both with the hard house. Like, I've been in a bit of trance, but not, yeah. not really hard house. It wasn't really my, my thing, really. It was a bit too fast for me, that. Well, after you came on last time, <clears throat> some were saying that yours was the best episode yet. Do you want to know why? They said, they said um, he's wild. You see, he's wild. Some of your stories, obviously, I didn't put any of the pictures on because we couldn't. I haven't put any of the bands on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like uh, you were, you were requested to come back by people who literally don't know you, and I was just like, I'm going to have to get you back wow. on for a part two because, like, we've just been talking off pod. We haven't even scratched the surface really no. with with some other stuff, and like, I had people messaging saying like, want to know more about this guy because um, he hasn't like, as stupid as it sounds, like we we, we we've never heard of him. But uh, we love him. Like he's, he's, he's been quietly uh, loitering around in the background uh, <laughs> over the years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I say, because obviously a lot of the, the the watchers of the podcast aren't from Cumbria. They maybe not not know who you are. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Whereas, but as I say, they want to know more about you. So oh, it's good to have you back on, mate. Oh, uh, yeah, nice to see you. It's been a while. One of the most requested guests. So. I'm surprised at that, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'll start off as I start off with everyone now. Uh, what did you have for tea last night? Uh, what did I have last night? What was it last night? I actually went to Sunny Hill. Sunny Hill? Oh, uh, yeah. Class, what did you get? Scampi and chips. Scampi and chips. Yeah, I love Sunny Hill. Classic pub. It's it's simple, but it's nice, isn't it? Uh, um, yeah, I like it there. That's what I like. Uh, steak, steak and pie out there, and the chicken and ham, I think it is, or something. Yeah. It's nice. Um, <coughs> I'm going to start off new feature. Um, you... In the new studio. Oh, yeah, in the new oh, studio. Oh, yeah, well, you, you were in the house as well, weren't you, in the last uh. one? Um, right, so... We'll get into that, um, but I've got to ask you this question, new feature, before we start things off. Um, so, this came from a Patreon, and he said, how's about you do this, how, how does this sound? And I thought, do you know what, this is a pretty good idea. So for every guest who comes on, the guest before gets to ask a question, even though they don't know who it's going to be, or anything like that. Aye. So, um, I forgot to ask Chris, which I apologise. But Al messaged me his question, and he said, "Would you rather have one minute conversation with your past self or your future self, and what would you talk about?" And that's from obviously Al Lockie on a previous episode. Cheers, Al. <laughs> Put us on the spot there, lad. Yeah. Um, probably talk about the future. Well, I would like to look back, like, well, even though it's good memories, like, but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'd always like to look forward, and move on, and probably talk about lottery numbers or something like that. <laughs> Possibly, I'd yeah. be involved, like, but uh, I don't know. I like I like the space. There's a lot of stuff on space and stuff like that. Like so oh oh yeah. So yeah, there's that. a question about I want to get into later as well. It's the, the came in and it could be the best question that's been asked, and that comes from another Patreon as well. Oh, but I've got an answer. 
you will have. I'm sure you will. <laughs> but yeah, so new studio, obviously since you were last here. Um, mm, nice backdrop there, looks great. It look, yeah, it looks alright, um, but as I say, we pointed out with Al that there's a pair of bollocks on here. Um, <laughs> and then his missus then told him to message me and say, oh, there's a willy on the left-hand side as well. It's it's someone's finger, if you just look, it looks like a... <laughs> so yeah, they'll be getting covered up. They'll be getting covered up. As he arrived today, I was getting some of the um, posters arriving. And I opened it up and I was like, what is this picture? Obviously, I only, it looked like like a classic like uh, cowboy-style picture. And I thought, oh, it's the clock tower off Back to the Future. Save yeah, the clock tower, eh? <laughs> yeah. Class film, I like. Class film, class film. So, since you were last on, what have you been up to? How much? Uh, pretty quiet, mate, to be honest with you. I've just, uh, just mostly work. Not enough play, to be honest. But, mm. uh, yeah, not a lot, really, on the DJ at the moment, like. But, uh keeping myself myself as usual and doing the odd thing here and there here and there mm. um, but yeah um, DJing wise uh, I, I think I've got say, I think you're a bit underrated as DJ like and I'm, obviously a lot of people don't like taking like, compliments or like that but whenever I've seen your DJ you've always had a a good eye for the crowd for what, what's well, on uh, yeah well that's what it's all about isn't it yeah. like, you've got to... but you <laughs> see some DJs I remember I remember playing with you and you were playing where were we at North, was it? North, yes, uh, yeah. in North. And you, you me a came, while ago. <laughs> that was yeah. ten years ago, mate. Yeah. More than ten years ago, actually. I seen the flyer pop up on memories on Did Facebook they? the other day. And yeah. I, and I was like, Jesus Christ, all them years ago, man. They just fly by, don't they? Yeah. Well, I first met you. I first met you about 11 years it, ago. Uh, it was uh, around that time, wasn't it? You know, it was um, about the, I think it was the year before I met you. It was um, the park reunion at ah, yes. um, Marshall. Marshall Club, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I came out, didn't know anybody because I never went to the park and I just thought, I like this style of music, so let's fucking get yeah, into right. it. You don't want to be quite young in that back then, were you? No. I don't know about where I was. You still are now. I know. <laughs> I, must have, I must have been, what, 17 maybe, 16? So you were underage? Yeah, yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> were we all? Yeah. Once upon a time. But like. I, love, I, love the, I love that era of, of music, no, so I thought... It was good, like, yeah. Yeah. It was it, the best, I think. I don't know whether it's because you get older. Yeah. But I was listening to Owls the other day, and what he was saying about, um, you know, there's no music that you like to motivate yourself to get into. It's like, you, you, I get a lot of tunes sent, and buy tunes, and it's like a top 100 of this, a top 100 of that. And you just scroll them through, and maybe pick them one or two out yeah. that you sort of like. But yeah. now they're really, I don't know whether the year, well the era has changed, like. But I don't know. It's just hard, like he says, to get motivated, like. Well, you're, but you do now again. You have little blasts where, you know, you get refreshed off something and think, oh. I'll I go. think every so often, I know, I know DJs who within our sort of area who, they dip in and out of the DJ and say, like, uh, I'm, I'm a bit like that now. So Maybe it's like they'll come, they'll, they'll come in, and it's like something fresh has come along. I remember when when the whole tech boom happened in like twenty twelve, mm. and it was like when it started coming in, and it was it wasn't the tech house that I remember from years and years ago because mm. original tech house wasn't like what it is now. Well, I find that quite repetitive as well. Yeah, it's very one level stuff. It doesn't like kind of go up and down like it used to back in the eighties. You could take the take it up and down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have an end. It's a bit know, of a story, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's how it used to be done, like how you build it. But nowadays, it just seems to be short sets and just a quick blast of you're waiting for it to happen. Yeah. And it doesn't happen. So, if if you were to sort of dip your toe into it right now, and I don't know, someone said, oh, there's a set there for you, 
What would you play if they were free? I'd probably man? go off the. I'd come back to disco, believe it or not. But the disco funky house, all the fun yeah. stuff's all coming back. And I quite like that. I like the BPMs, about 120, 115, 120. It's just funky stuff now at the moment. But then yeah. I'll change again. I can go back to trance. See if I'm like having a little spin at home, I'll, I'm all over the spot with it. You know, you just yeah just drift with it and go yeah i think when you when you pigeonhole yourself i think that the, the sad reality for me is i've pigeonholed myself as a bounce stager uh people around here like i've played house you've, you've seen me play house music you've seen me play yeah. um a bit of, uh, <coughs> more pumping stuff but um produce mostly yard house yeah, yeah that's that's the, that's my that's my that's thing i've sort of pigeonholed, out, pigeonholed myself haven't i but you can always the, i'm sure now people are getting to know the crack yeah of course but i think that um that's the problem with um with everyone nowadays not just djs or promoters or but even like the the casual the casual people who pop into the clubs and, and bars and stuff mm. and the, the, the boppy and that in the bars now isn't it dance where you're at kind of thing rather than yeah having a big dance floor well full-on big rooms it's all that big room stuff so do you not think Gone though? Bar culture, it, and VIP stuff, really. That's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Do you not think though when when so if someone comes up to you <coughs> who you know and they're like, oh, I know, I know, Phil is a DJ and, and whatnot, right? They're like, oh, you're the guy who plays, and it's like, I don't know, but you're the guy who plays trance, and it's like, I do more than that. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, to me, I, I like music. I don't like. Hard house or bounce. I like. Yeah, I like all kinds. It's, yeah, it's. I like. Depends what kind of mood you're in, doesn't it? There's, yeah. there's music. There's like music for every time of the day or every. Mm. Whatever, however you're feeling, you, I listen to all kinds of different stuff. Like. I was in the gym last night and I had I had punk music on. I like. wasn't in the gym listening to it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to lose a bit of the kite. I think I was uh, in the car. <laughs> right. No, but yeah. Um, I listen to a bit of bit of punk music. I like. I like. I like that. Um, like I've been discovering these bands that I didn't know existed, and it's like it feels like new music. Well, so there's, there's that many as well, isn't there? It just keeps getting thrown at you. There's loads of stuff comes out. Well, loads of platforms. Up your 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 argument though, your thing was saying it's like is the music not as good as it was now? And you when you're scrolling through the, the things, I'm discovering music that came out in the '80s with these punk bands and '90s, and it's like I'm, it's catching my ear. So. It's yeah. obviously better than the punk that's out now. Or, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or is that because it's what's pushed onto you? I don't know. I don't know. It's just... There's just that much. You get lost in it, I do. I get lost in it. Just searching. So I do more searching than actually playing, I think, these days. And I think that just kind of ground you to a halt for a while. But, yeah. you know, a certain tune can come on and then it just refreshes your brain. Sparks it, doesn't it? Mm. Have you ever have you ever heard a, heard a tune like... You, you don't buy vinyl anymore, do you? Yeah, so, oh, do you? well, now I'm going to get for a while, because I go through phases with that as well. Yeah, exactly. I spend a fortune, and then I, <laughs> I just, they're just there in the bedroom, and I'll never use them, so, and then I'll go out and hear a tune, and then I'll get that on one. Usually, the ones that you can't get. Yeah, that's all I do nowadays. It's so pointless buying the, the, the thing and just get it. Or the CD singles, so you can rip it. Yeah, I do that a lot. And they're a lot cheaper <laughs> than the vinyls usually. Yeah. Um, but the the thing is, right, I've found is that for me, I'll hear a tune and I'll be like, oh, that's got a. It's usually probably like an old piano tune or um, early like acid house and stuff like that. Because I still listen to a lot of that. And I'll hear it and I'll be like, oh. That's got generally that, that style sort right. of gripped me, and then I'll go and buy the vinyl on Discogs, right? I'll be like, got the vinyl or whatever, because you can't get it anywhere. And then, but I find myself 
Do you know when you look and the, and you look at what they've got for sale and you, you like down a little rabbit hole of like <laughs> discovering and a then million new artists. Their friends who's on their list exactly. and then you go through theirs. Yeah, it's just endless, isn't it? Endless. I've I've spent e full evenings when I'm oh, like aye. I'm gonna be editing the podcast and I've just been going and, and know, you just you branch off to different different people and you're like ah oh. and then they, you remember a song that you forgot existed and you think you got to go that. And it, it opens up like new that. doors again. Oh, it's like, oh fuck's sake! It's like shit. What's in the what's in the uh, in the cart? Four hundred <laughs> quid. <laughs> well, uh, what I do is I, I, I'm not that I'm not that I'm tight. It's just that um, I'm getting to the point now where I've just got loads of vinyl. I've got nothing to do. Like of course, what I do is I just rip it to my computer. Yeah, I, I did say um, So what I do is I'll find this tune that I can't find. I'll have to buy the vinyl. But then when I'm looking for their collections, most of the stuff's available online. So I just mm. did, oh fucking hell. The MP3. Forgot about that. Forgot about that. Um, I noticed that Armada Music started uploading loads of the old stuff, so... Um, uh, they've the, been hard to find over the years, like like the old school rave stuff. Well, it's not even that. Mixes. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, yeah. What they're doing, they're buying these smaller labels from back in the day, and so they can monetize them, them on, on um, Spotify yeah, stuff. All that Italian stuff still quite rare to get all of isn't it? Like, yeah. quality rips, are they? Well, now you see them, though, aren't you? The Italian. The Italian's starting to come on the... on the Over the last three, four years, it's started to come on to... Um, the download stores, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Which ones are them then? Um, Is that a secret? Closely guarded secret? No, no, uh, get, <laughs> get yourself on Juno, right? Aye. Any tunes that you, you like from back in the day, and I bet you there's an upload, it'll even say the original date it came out and everything. That's probably ripped off vinyl as well, though, you'd imagine that. Um, well, you can get I, good rips now, like, can't you, as well, though? Yeah, I, I, what was it I downloaded? Um, cheesy one, but I, I apologise. Uh, Heartbreaker. Childreski. Um, Childreski, Heartbreaker. Oh, yeah. I downloaded it, right? And I'll, I'll put my headphones and that on. It was off Juno, and I thought, "Wow, this is a, this is a good copy. This it's like, doesn't sound like a vinyl rip. It sounds right. quite clean. Obviously, it's got the the '90s production to it, but it sound it doesn't sound like there's an, any vinyl there. So it could have been pulled from like a DAT or something like that. I don't know. A CD single, maybe. Um, yeah. I don't even know if it was a the CD. That was a bag of tune that life in the day. Was hey, careful what you say. People judge you. one in the park that one. Was. <laughs> Yeah, that's why that's where I first heard the thing on the recording, park recordings. I think that was one of Wrighty's uh, begins that. It's a class tune, mm. class tune. I don't know why he gets so much flack as well, because it's like, he's yeah, such he's a good tune. stood the test of time, hasn't he? It's cheesy, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so go on then, if you, if you had a DJ set now, what would you what would you be what would you? I'd be doing uh, more leaning towards the disco side, I think, funky stuff. There's yeah. a lot of this disco stuff's come back now, like remix, doesn't it? Yeah. A lot of that about. We were talking about it all, wasn't it? Um, uh, I love it. Hi. It's, it's just nice to listen to and easy going and uplifting stuff. Yeah. I found that people, there's, there's people out there who've become bridges from house music to disco. Mm. So, like, um, I when I discovered by accident that purple disco machine. Do you know uh, what I, mean? I like your stuff, like. Right. And I discovered it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is good. This, like, this is, this is different gravy. And, and then shake like down at night, that's a good mix of it. Like, yeah, yeah. I love that it's a official one, that one as well, isn't it? Mm. Like bootlegger. Oh no, yeah, it's a good one. Um, and then I found myself obviously there, and then you go down the rabbit hole again, and the next minute yeah, I'm like, listening to loads of disco. I'm like, this this guy's been the bridge for me to get into from the sort of housey side of things to the disco. Aye. I heard what was it? I heard. Oh, I done praise you, didn't he? By Aye, Fat, um, Fat, Boy Fat Boy Slim. He did a remix of that, and I heard it, and I was like, oh. And then he did. Right, <laughs> this this I'm probably gonna get flack for this one as well. This is worse than heartbreaker. This one, oh. he did. I apologise. I'm just 
on the, the male stripper. He's done the male stripper. Yeah, I know. He's good, isn't he? Catchy that. He's really easy. It's really good tune. But it that, is. That was a massive sim- tune in the eighties. Like is it the eighties? Yeah. Early eighties. Oh yeah. Early eighties. Yeah, but it's. Uh, I, 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 I like that remix. Like it's classic. Proper cheesy again, but it's uh, it's stomping in it. You know what I mean? The thing is, I heard it and I was like, I should have liked this, but it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I. Yeah. yeah, I like that tune. I'm surprised that no, there's no house DJs out there that's remixed that. You know, like, do you know when you hear it now and they've oh, got just, uh, recycling straight away, yeah. catchy in it. Yeah, and uh, the kick drum and everything in it, and the, oh and the snare, God. it's 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 good. Uh, all these mixes are pretty. Uh, what's what I say? Stomping like they get you straight away, like. Yeah. So you play a sort of <laughs> disco in that, eh? so. What what in the last two years has been a, a big tune that's caught your eye? Um, no one what you just said previously. Yeah, I'd say probably that shakedown at night has been a, a big one. Hmm. Uh, a lot of other stuff I've been leaning to is like more chilled out stuff as well. Like uh, there's one called Blue Days by Armour Code. Right. It's more like a sun a sun tune. Like I don't know if you heard it or not. Nah, nah. I'll have to have a look at it though. It's been a big Sasha tune. He's gone down that road of like but the end of a night's tune for him but mm. m- more relaxed affair as well we can listen at home obviously not playing out but uh, what else has there been probably a lot by Purple Disco Machine to be honest with you uh, that's mm, been, that my, that's been of, my bridge that kind of vibe with the house I love, as long as it's stomping yeah. get you moving like, that's uh, the kind of vibe I like now See, I like the uplifting disco and stuff Like it, it's hard to think good. actually without looking through your <laughs> yeah, because right. it's that many isn't it yeah um, but like Cosy's has got a bit of an oomph to it, like as I say, the kick drums and the snares oh. are a bit heavier. It's like it's really fucking captured my my attention, and I was just like, I found myself just going, it feels good to be able to do this, because obviously with our house and Bouncer, there's not a big market for this, but going onto Spotify and just going onto, um, do you know, this is, and then the artist, so like right. this might be, this is ABBA, or this is fucking Elvis Presley, right. so it was, this is Purple Disco Machine, all the mixes, and just go through the full discography, and it's like, just one artist can take it Yeah, it's, an, it's enjoyable. But then you don't want to miss out either, do you? So mm-hmm. you, you click it away, click it away, and then you just the day's gone. Here's a DJ tip for anyone that I've, I've discovered recently. Um, as I say, probably not that good with Bounce or Hard House, but if you're into any other music, a lot of house music as well, um, if you go onto Spotify and uh, discovering, if you want to discover new music before everyone else, Go to like the subscribe to the notifications for the new release Friday thing, where it gives you literally the what's coming up before it's out, mm-hmm. and it gives you like, you get previews in that first. So if you want to, you want to be like the first one to get on. Nowadays it's not really a thing. Years ago you'd have to buy the vinyl. Everyone's like, oh, he's playing this tune before everyone else. Any anyone can play it. But if you oh, want, that was a good just, thing back then, wasn't it? It's like that's it. Yeah, when they were rare. There wasn't that many copies about it. Well, I was talking. You'll probably with... get nicked out of your box. <laughs> <laughs> was that, that ever happened to you? Uh, I, I've lost loads over the years. I don't know where. Aye, that's probably your drunken antics, mate. That's not. Probably, that's yeah, no nicking. I mean, um, God knows. It's only when you hear it, you think, "Hang on, I had that." Yeah, it's gone. I don't know where the hell it's gone, but it's gone. Someone's got a vinyl out of it anyhow. Yeah, probably. But like, I was saying this to somebody on the podcast. I can't remember. I apologise, but. Um, that nowadays, do you know what the exclusive is? Do you know when you've like, oh, that's a, that's a feel good old tune that is. Do you know what it is? You've got to be able to produce your music and not release it. It's like because you you know then or you edit a tune and it's like oh, that's a that's a, I don't know, that's a Brad refresh tune. I'll put it under another alias. A lot of that going on as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. The names kind of out for different yeah. different genres, isn't it? So it doesn't attach them yeah. to it as well, really. 
I think it's not more so nowadays. Not. I think it's back in the day when you had like um, the, the classic one that I've talked about before is the Ferry Causedon one where no, he's got a few. He? he was signed. He was signed to exclusive to a label, and he couldn't release under Ferry Causedon. So that's where System F came from. That's where like um, Moonman come from. Like he, he couldn't license stuff on other labels because he was signed to one. Mm. Um, whereas nowadays you hear. For instance, um, some of the bigger artists out there, like Calvin Harris, and he's producing a house tune one minute, then he's doing like a funky disco tune, mm. and then he's doing like like that miracle is borderline bounce music. No, it's like, and he's he's keep he's not do, like changing aliases or out like that. No, I know he doesn't like what. But it shows that a, you follow the DJ because of the, the artist they are, not because of the style of music they play, do you know what I mean? Well, that's probably just how some think, though, isn't it? That's why they maybe change, because they don't want to attach some... some that's good. No, but it's, it's a positive thing. That whatever they put out is going to yeah. be a hit, isn't it? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, unfortunately, I don't have that uh, <laughs> that well, kind of this pull. This time next year. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I know. But uh, I, I, if, honestly, this is the truth. I put out an absolute banging hardcore tune. And it done absolutely fuck all because guess well, what? You've got it on reminisce now. I seen that your uh, oh yeah your tune. That's this weekend, didn't it? I went to yeah. one of them, you know, a couple of months, couple of months ago, a couple of years ago. Did you? Uh, what year was it you went to? Yeah. <sighs> we know it must have been about twenty nineteen, eighteen maybe. It's good nice. life. It is good. Real good bash, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Been growing every year, that and all, but. Yeah. That tune has blew up for me massively, and what since that? No, well, that's just been that's something when did else. You make it? I did. Uh, we we made it about. We finished it about two months ago. The old Sandy B. Yeah. Sandy B riff. Yeah, the Sandy B riff. Yeah, never fails, eh? Never ever fails. And do you know something? How hard it was to recreate that. I'll go into a little bit about this, but it was getting that because I've heard a lot of people redo it. Um, and it's like they've never nailed the whether it's I've heard a couple of versions where a couple of the notes are different mm. and it's like well, fair enough you've done a bit something a bit different um, and I've heard it where the note lengths are, uh, they're not holding the note for long enough or they're holding the note for too long they're like do 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 and it's like no one got it quite right so I was we got to version I think we got to version 36 on that like do you know what you're, you're bouncing version of it yeah so we got to 36 and, yeah, it, yeah. and it was literally the only thing that was 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 letting it down we got to like I think we got to like version 12 and it was like a finished product mm-hmm. but just that drop with the with the melody and then with the, how's this sound how does this sound and we've gone back and forth with, with, with ideas and stuff and I'm like right I'm getting annoyed but we got there in the end and it sounds alright um, so the, the, the label uh, BNCY which um, is run by Mikey Davis and Greeny. Um, they they snapped it up. They were like, "Yes, I'll have a bit of that." It actually got rejected from other labels as well, which I was a bit gutted about. I thought, because do you know when you hear a tune, and it's not often this happens, by the way, because I'm not that good. <laughs> um, I hear a tune, and when I've finished it, I'm like, "This this is gonna do something." This, do you know when you can just feel it? Mm. And I thought when I when I finished this, I was like, "This is gonna people are gonna love this," uh, and then. I sent it off and it got rejected straight away, and then it got rejected again. Well, not everyone's gonna take it, but yeah. there'll be someone who takes it out there that you know, yeah. not everyone. Ah, no, I understand that, yeah. <coughs> and then, <coughs> so what I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be a summer anthem because it's a very summer tune, isn't it? Like, oh, that's right. why it's on that advert. So, did, did you have to license off 
Do you do that? Do you have to do that? Yeah, well, go through the label. Uh, I, I messaged Greeny about it and he, says, he said about it. it was like yeah, you wouldn't say no, like, would you? That no, would you? No, absolutely not. Um, and I was, and do you know something? I, I discovered it by accident. So what had happened was, uh, we'll get into it, like, well, fucking, I was scrolling through Facebook and then it was like one day to go, or two days to go to reminisce and I just scrolled past <coughs> it and I heard the tune playing and I thought, oh, I've left my SoundCloud on. I must have had it on, playing on SoundCloud and I was going off and I was like, SoundCloud's not even open. Scroll back up and it's playing there. And I was like, oh my God. Because no one told yeah. me about it. I was like, oh my God. This is so good. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, mm, it's, 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 it's already taken. It could blow up again now from that. I would like to think so, but mm. we'll, we'll see. Um, and I know a couple of DJs who's playing there this weekend who've told me they're playing it. So, right. so it's, 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 it's looking good. Um, so what happened was uh, they signed it. And, um, oh, sorry. I had to offer off another, another label. And they said, we're not going to release it until next March. And I was like, to be honest with you, that's a bit far from like far away. I want this to be a summer tune now. Maybe just because I'm impatient or what, but I don't know. But March seems is a long time away, do you know what I mean? I could yeah, have... No, it'll soon be here though, won't it? Yeah, oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, thanks, thanks, but like, no thanks. And then I went and released with them lads. They had it out in just over a week of sending it. And then... Uh, someone sent me a video on um, TikTok. It's like this is your tune in it. And I looked. It's like this little gremlin, Jolly Gremlins movie. Right. And it was it was somebody, someone, and then the tune playing in the background and kicking in. And then I was like, fucking hell, it's done twenty thousand views. Ah. And then I looked on Facebook at it, seen it. It done five hundred thousand views. I like, what the fuck is going on here? So I went down to wrestling last week with uh, with Bon Lee, another DJ. Uh, and we went <coughs> down, and John, who's the other half of Manic, messaged me. He's going, mate, look at this. And then he sent it just as I'm driving. It's a seven-hour drive down to London for me. Like, oh. but I just kept getting messages, print screens of this video, and the numbers just going up and up. It, like, I went to this this event, and it was at nine hundred and forty-three thousand. I was like, wow, what yeah. the fuck? And then I was like, we're going to get a million by twelve o'clock, aren't we? And then he, he kept messaging me during the, the event, and I. And then I woke up the next morning, it was on 1.1 million, and I was like, fucking hell. 1.1 million views. Nah, it's good going, that like. It is. It's, mm. I think it's the most successful track I've had yet, but whether that translates into people streaming it and. But do you still, I thought he'd talking over a million when they start giving you credits or something like that. Um, no, well, um, you get. You get so the way that labels um, collect money nowadays, everything's monetized. So if you so if you put something on TikTok, you get like it's an absolute fractional of a penny. It's terrible. Uh, so you need a lot. Of yeah. Views. So but a million views will be something. It won't be a great deal, but it'll be something. Mm. Um, and you get paid off Facebook. It's all auto generated. It picks up the audio file, and then it goes. It just goes sends it back to the distributor, which then gets given to the label when the next quarter of royalties come around. I'm not expecting a, a huge amount of money, but it's an achievement getting them a, a no, million. Definitely, like, it's one of the one of the times where I've looked at of what I've done. I'm like, fucking hell, that's had a million ears listening to that like sense of ears. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's hard it's, to fathom that amount of people that yeah. was running just in your mind, like, but it's, See, it's a lot. I I thought this this, <coughs> this podcast is doing fairly well. Obviously, you'll you'll see some of the the figures and that online when you when you're out, but and I and. I was thinking to myself, oh, I can do better, I can do better, I can push it to, to do better. And 
it's not until my missus sat me down and was like, you do realise the numbers you're doing is pretty impressive. And I was like... No, no, it is like... A, no, but... I'm, building from nothing could be, here early as well, from yeah. start to finish all, all on your It could like. be better though. Do you know what I'm saying? It what? could be... Like, I'm, I'm, all, I'm always just pushing that a little bit further. And then she said to me, she says, imagine being in, in, in here, right, and picture 5,000 people standing outside watching oh, no, it. Be big out there. The, do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. on average, we're getting about 5,000 listens a week. Like 5,000 in the club would be a massive club, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's only when you put into perspective, imagining 5,000 people in a room and it's right. like, ah, maybe we are onto something then. And mm-hmm. it's like, you've just, you've just got to be humble about it, haven't you? Like, you've just got to... Made a lot of hard work as well, isn't it? That you've put into it, like, a lot of time. It's graft. It's mm-hmm. graft. Uh, there's been times where I've just woke up knowing that I've got to go off to work, come home from work, get my little and sorted. And then I'm gonna be up till like two, three in the morning editing podcasts. It's like then, and I'm, and you're just like, you're gonna be doing. Well, <sighs> just, was getting too much. You would be doing like a fortnight or something. Every fortnight, if you wanted to, just to give yourself a little break. No, I, I keep it running. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm. You're on the so train. I'm too driven. I'm, right. It's like because I'm one of these people. I'll complain about oh fucking hell, I've got to, I've got to sit there until three o'clock in the morning editing. But then I love it. I love I love doing it. So it's like it's it's. It's one of them things, and yeah, um, my Thursday, Thursdays into Fridays are always minimal sleep. Like, I've got up to day, and I think I've had about three hours, if that. Uh, it's, and that's every week, but I'm used to it now. It's like, get a good sleep on a, on a Sunday night, and it prepares me for the week. I've, I've got, like, tactical thoughts of how I do things. It's, it's pathetic, really. <laughs> Even when you're asleep. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like, I'm thinking if, to myself, if I can get eight hours on a Sunday, and then... Through the week, I get like six. Right. I, I can sort of keep going, and um, yeah. I'm, I can operate on like two to three hours a day. Like, but you'd be tired. But yeah, you know, I'm not one for. I'm but, long, what do you long, sleep at night? Roughly, I don't know. I'll probably about six hours. I would say six hours. Like that. Six hours. I see. I, I I on average do between like on, when I when you set your t- uh, alarm for work, and it will say so and so until your alarm goes off. Mm. Mine's always like. Five hours for uh, it doesn't seem a lot like yeah. the night before when he says that. No, you're yeah. like, fucking hell. Your alarm will go off in four and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> but yeah, um, right. So we, t- I want to get into this because you were touched on um, the Hong Kong stories and stuff like that. Um, and this is when people were messaging me saying, you need to get him back on because the- if, if this is just scratching the surface, is gotta be so much more there's so many i've forgotten about and all but <laughs> see see when you last came on did you get any any friends message you out like that saying that they watched it yeah i all oh, yeah. well, my friends watched it like did uh did they say uh did they did they, did they say why didn't well, you they mention said you this? kept it clean and uh you haven't told, <laughs> you haven't, you haven't told them half of them stories you haven't kept i says i know kept it clean well there you go see them see them some stories remind you if you can get into some of them we'll get into the one that you told me just off pod you briefly told me there <laughs> So, we'll lay, lay, the, lay the foundations of the story. What year was he? It'll have been about 2007, I think. Right. Yeah, um, I was just DJing the club one night. Working in Hong Kong? Yeah. Living in Hong Some Kong Some of the lasses that were working there uh, were heading off to Phuket in the morning. Right. So, he said, oh, why don't you come over to the airport? We'll just come up. I said, all right, yeah, I'll come along. And a load of beers, I was smashed on the airport express. And then said, why don't you come with us? I said, I can't go, I haven't... How can I go? I said, I'm DJing tonight. I've got to yeah. be back there. So I got there. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll go and see how much the flight is. <laughs> so I went up, it was like $7,000. It was quite expensive at the yeah. time. 
So I said, I'll go back, get me passport, back on the airport express. Yeah. Went and got me passport, credit card. <laughs> Went back to the airport, and that was it. We are down in Phuket. I had an absolute blinding time. Uh, uh, and then, it's good, isn't it? I like Phuket. Yeah, uh, it's lovely, I love it. That's where I used to work there. I've done about two, six months since there. Yeah. I used to swap, go Hong Kong for a month. And then... The seasons Phuket. work different there, don't they? Like, it's yeah, it's high season around Christmas time. Yeah. And it's still busy and all that. It's just a little bit of rain in the afternoon. That's, yeah. That's what, well, in low season rains. So. And you also said that your boss rang you. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I was in the pool there drinking some, some wine and that. And he says, why are you at work? I said, well, I'm, I'm in Phuket. <laughs> and he said, no, you're fucking not. <laughs> I said, so, yeah, I am honest. And he says, well, what the fuck are you doing there? I said, look, I said, I was smashed. <laughs> I said, I've gone to the airport and I've just accidentally got on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally got on the plane. He said, yeah. oh, he's like, he, he said you must have fucking planned this, you planned it. I said, I said, I haven't. I said, he says, well, when are you coming back? I said, uh, it's going to be about three days now. <laughs> so I explained it all. He was all right when I got back. Like, yeah. He says to us, he says, well, I can't really give you our time since I've done it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Class. Class. So, where, where were you working at, at the time there? Uh, in Goodfellas, it was called. We got a lap dancing bar up in Central. Just at okay. the top of Langquai Fong. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it used to be like, uh, you just set back off the main drag. Right. So, yeah, it was a good little club there. Spent about two years there. Do you oh, like awesome. it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was good fun. It's like a little family working in there, it was good. Class. It's uh there's there's although it's at like a million miles an hour the place, there's there's it's lots of little communities, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I, I haven't even seen them all. I was there ten years. Yeah. There's lots of little communities as in like if you work in a bar, it, it it's it's very it's like you you're all you all oh, know you each know other. Everyone around, so, right, yeah, yeah. Like, there was always somewhere to go, that was that was the problem. Yeah. Day and night. I was struggling to get back to work at nine at night. <laughs> the next night I know. Imagine, imagine not being able to get to work on time at nine at well, night. Well, it's still out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got to, like witching out in the afternoon, it's like three or four, and you're still like, well, well, it's not point going back home now, is it? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, just trug, trug, trug on, like. Yeah, but, yeah. some of them photos that you sent me, though, I'm not even surprised that that's that's the state you were in. Oh, yeah. Every day, I was. Well, I think back, it was brilliant, like, but I just couldn't cope with it now. How did you find the? Going there as a as an English person. Um, all right. Well, to be honest, the first time I went, I was pretty nervous. Like, I was really nervous about it because uh, again, just jumped on a plane, not knowing what to expect. Halfway across the world as well. Yeah, so, so. a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, but everyone I met over there was overall British. There's a lot of Brits. There was a lot of Brits there at the time. Like, yeah. Well, I even made a lot of friends with the Chinese as well, and. Uh, uh, lots of, I just loads of different people, melting pot of people. That was everybody got on. Yeah, it was brilliant. There's a lot of different nationalities in that as well. So it doesn't like it's not. Yeah, that's what I loved about it. It was just like totally in your face, man. From coming from Whitehaven, where yeah, it's pretty quiet. Uh, I, I, was, I was talking to a guy the other day. Uh, he's a doctor at the hospital, and he he bumped into me and I was sort of having a crack. And he said, uh, he says, he says, what do you think of Whitehaven? And I says, oh, it's good. He says, there's not much going on, is there? And I was like, well, no. He says, he says, I'm thinking about maybe moving because, like, uh, for my parents to come and see me, it's like two and a half hour drive. And I was like, all oh, right, okay. And he says, he says, there's a, there's a thing with like Cumbrians and stuff. I was like, go on. He goes, none of them go past Penrith. They're just they're sort of just no, happy no. to stay. Penrith seems miles away, doesn't it? And <laughs> no, but like the, none of them. Well, like for you on your own to go out to to Hong Kong and do that, it's like for a for a Whitehaven person, like it's a it's a big step in it. No, no. But suppose once you've made the commitment and you got the got, you got the flight there was no no good turning back really but uh 
Mm-hmm. I'm glad I did. Yeah. It was brilliant. Just led to so many other things, you know what I mean? So Good. Like, ten years just absolutely flew by. So I come back home and everybody's married with kids and the yeah. kids are like ten years old and you're like Hang on a minute, I've only been away a week, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> Feels like, hey, you've only been sober a week in ten years. It took us a while to figure it out, I'm thinking, what the fuck's just happened there, like? Yeah. Been a complete blur, it can't be ten years. You think, Jesus, it is. Class, Mental. isn't it? Mm. Class. But uh, I found that, like, when when I'm over there, that when you when you sort of... Have you, have you done Japan before? No, it was on the to-do list, like, it still is, but... Yeah. That's meant to be a bubble on its own, Japan. Like it's it is. Totally, that's what I was going to say. A totally different world. It, when I say totally different, I was shocked at some of the culture. So I don't think I've told these stories on the podcast, but I'll just briefly skirt over so you can see that the Hong Kong to Japan difference. It's mm. completely Hard polar to get around as well. One of my friends is a DJ over there. Yeah. Penguin, if you're watching. Penguin. <laughs> DJ <laughs> Paul, Penguin. Paul Bainham. I used to yeah. go to Belfari over there. And he used to DJ in Japan. He'd go on a Thursday night, Friday morning. Yeah. And they'd come back on a Sunday. He'd just yeah. go for the one night, come back to Hong Kong on the Sunday. And then uh, he'd ring me up and I'd be like, Phil, where are you? I said, I said oh, I'm still out. He's like, well, from Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking <"Get> hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd come down and beat his life or die. He's like, how the fuck you do this? <laughs> yeah. He needed your pan and back. Yeah. I'm still in one chai. <laughs> <laughs> what do you prefer, Langwai, from a one chai? Yeah, one chai, I would think. Well, I don't know, I like them both. Both for different reasons, really. But The two... So what, the, what, what, from my perspective, um, I always found I, I found Langwai Fong a bit like classy, a bit more. Yeah, <laughs> one chai. One chai right? is yeah. It's it's rough. And oh yeah. It's not rough. It's rough around the edges, and oh, it's yeah. like I prefer that style to be honest with yeah, you. Well, that, that's that's where we lived. Yeah, right so. in the middle of it, like so. Class, class. Just there. over the bridge behind the Lockout Road. No Lockout yeah. Road. It goes right through the middle of One Chai. Oh yeah, all the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, we just lived on the street behind. I was over the bridge, so I was just hopping a skip to get home and back. Like class, class. It's handy. <laughs> but yeah, the the difference between Hong Kong and Japan that I found was uh, when I went to Hong Kong, people are it's fast paced. Do you know when you go for say like breakfast and that, mm-hmm. and they ju- they just throw the plate, you put it down, go right. people at the end, and that's you've got to, like when I first went, I thought this is rude. But like you just get used to it, yeah. You just get used to it. I know they're very polite in Japan over there. No, well that's the thing. I found it the opposite. Uh, When I went there, I went to Japan, and this is God's honest truth as well. We were walking down roads, and there was Japanese people crossing the road because I was white. Really? Yeah, but at first didn't sort of click on Osaka. Osaka, right? And I went. Fantastic, by the way, and. A lot of like so say shopkeepers and that shopkeeper went I was in this comic book store and they really didn't want to serve me. Really, really did really? not want to serve me. Yeah. I'm surprised at that like, that's, uh, that's just my personal experience. They're, they're really polite and mild mannered But then when I went to the touristy places, so we went to do uh, do you know when you go and sit and eat on the floor with the table and oh, take yeah. your shoes and that off and put whatever. I'd only done all that and I had like um a lot of fish and noodles and all that. Anyway, so sitting there, and, that, and the people there couldn't have been nicer. They were just overly nice, if anything. Right. Uh, but yeah, um, one of my other things was this is this is another thing that I found um, when you cross cultures, some some shit can translate wrong. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and I had a bad experience when I was there, which my own fault, I, and I, I just didn't know. Where in Japan? In Japan, yeah. So I went to um, do you know the um, uh, bathhouses like the 
the saunas and oh, they've yeah. got all that. So I went there before you, you get stripped down and out on. Um, you go in, show yourself down, go in and whatever, and just chill out. Um, so there's a male section and a female section. So I'm sitting there and I'm when you go in, you you wash yourself down. I'm sitting on this chair. And this fella come up to, from from behind. You fucking put his hand on my shoulder. I said, "You all right?" He goes, um, what, "What what what's going on here?" Uh, I was like, "Well, I don't know what, what what's the problem." And he thought I was in a gang. I've got tattoo my back. I don't okay. like tattoos there, and I didn't realise uh, they wanted me to cover it up. Um, to do with the religion or something like that. I'm not sure what. Well, uh, apparently, because uh, not everyone has tattoos over there. If you've got tattoos, it tends to be gang related. Yakuza. <laughs> don't look like Yakuza though, <laughs> do you? Uh, do you know what I mean? Yakuza. No, but um, yeah, and he was like, and then obviously there was a bit of muddling translation because I thought it was like target me for something. Or I don't know. Like uh, I was just like on the back foot straight away. And then so I went out to the front, and I was like um, in the hallway. I said like the robes and that. And I said, what's the problem? And he's saying to the woman behind the counter in Japanese, and then she said to me, "He says we, they don't like having tattoos on show when you're in these places because it scares a lot of the customers off, thinking that it's gang related." And I was just like, it sort of clicked, and I was like, "All oh, right, okay." But I, I, I didn't know anything about it personally. Mm-hmm. I've obviously came home. I've, I've went on Reddit and had a little look, and apparently it's a common thing that. What was the tattoo of like? It's only it's a dad tattoo, but it, it's. Mm, like it, a, it big, could be, a big sword down your back. <laughs> <laughs> but it, to, if you didn't know, if you couldn't see it, it it's got like it's got music notes and that on. And like, it, to, to, if you didn't know what it was, <coughs> it could be, I suppose, deemed as like not provocative. But do you know what mm. I mean? But it's just an interesting one, that isn't it? Like how Different how cultures there. cultures judge judge you differently. Mm. Whereas if you see some people, like, you see like. Um, in the UK, walking around, and they've got the full sleeve tattoos and fucking. Nah, it's very popular now. Tattooed head to toe. Legs it's like they wouldn't stand a chance. Covering up their ex-wives' names and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, here's a good one. My, I don't know if I should tell this actually, uh, but my uncle. Uh, go on then. Go on, I'll tell it anyways. He doesn't watch this anyways. He's like fucking. Well, you might, you might watch this one. It's gonna clip and it'll go viral. Or something, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, so on his no, arm. Not your uncle anymore. Yeah, he's covered in tattoos, right? And uh, on his arm. I can't even say the names because I know that their their sons watch this. Yeah, so he's got um, X here, right here. So we'll say we'll use Stacy. He's got Stacy right there. That's his ex-wife. Fell out with her, right? And he got with a girl called let's say. Uh, I'm trying not to say the real names. <laughs> um, uh, Karen, Karen, right? So. Obviously, Karen wasn't happy with Stacey's name on there, mm. so he went down to the tattooists, just crossed Stacey's name out. You can still see it; it's just a, just a line through right. it, and he's got Karen wrote underneath. <laughs> was she happy with that? <laughs> I don't know, but I like for years. Obviously, growing up, he's had the ta- that tattoo for what mm. f- what thirty forty years. It's a lifetime commitment. Did he get yeah. him like in get the tattoo? Right. So, uh, for, do you know when you're just like as a kid and you're like. I wonder what's going on there mm. and it was I, I asked her I think I asked my mum about it years ago and she said oh that's then told me that story and I was like why doesn't he just why doesn't he just get it covered up do you know what uh, I mean like yeah. instead of just putting a line through it <laughs> I'm still reminding you <laughs> yeah uh, so, and then and then like I, I showed my missus it right and she was like well what happens if he gets another missus he's just going to put a thing through Karen's name and put somewhere else underneath the, 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 the collection <laughs> yeah 
but yeah, there's more to that story as well. But I'll have to tell you off pod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, <clears throat> sort of Thailand. We got into Thailand there. What 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 did you like about that? What was the? Um, pretty much everything. Uh, uh, Phuket. I love Phuket. It's beaches all the way around it. Yeah. It's just I, I prefer that towards the movie and things like that. Do you but, find it? It's very much like it's it's. I want to say similar, but it's very much like a an Ibiza or Magaluf. It's like it's getting like that now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But back like years ago, it used to be not as developed as it is now. Yeah. Uh, you, now you've got like your Starbucks and your McDonald's and yeah. You know, it's just like Blackpool now down the strip. Patong, like. It's literally uh, it's literally a strip, isn't it? Like yeah. a big strip. Well, the place I went was just right at the end. It was like a place called Rock Go Go. And a place called Club Rio, Rio underneath it, on the ground I floor. Yeah, I know this. Just, is it, is just it just the one that's in the corner? corner? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. my God, we were in there. Well, yeah. there, there's a club below, it used to be called Club Rio, right in the corner. Right. Uh, that's, that's the one we used to work there, but the tsunami washed it all away, didn't it? So I up... I'm sure you can share some of your experiences, if you like. Uh, I don't, they didn't, they didn't, hard to remember over the time, like, but... If, if you're talking with, like, the people you were over there with, then yeah, you know, the I mean. memories keep coming back, but... Like, just off the cuff now... I can't really think of any stories. How moment. many of you just went to Thailand? I mean, you just went. Just me. It's well, just you. What? You just met people well, out there. The lad, CJ, another DJ over there, he's from from Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, and he was he'd gone over there to set he built sound systems and stuff like that. And no. So he's got a friend over there who set up the club. He's known him for years, so they don't that real. Yeah. And we just wanted two DJs. Three months in Hong Kong. Three months. Oh, just used to travel on the same day, back and forth every three months. Yeah. <clears throat> so he went over there. And then I did the second frame of, and that was good for our two years, just like I said, until the tsunami came, but I finished that era, really. Did you? And then what, so what year did you come back from Hong Kong? 2008. 2008. It doesn't seem that long ago, like, but it's... It is, 15 years ago, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, mm -hmm. fucking 15 years of being back here. <laughs> I know, but well, that's fluid as well. I don't know where the time's gone there, but I'm just getting old now, like, nearly, nearly 15. <laughs> when I Hong Kong, I was like 20... 21, 22, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so I missed a lot back here then as well, because a lot of things have changed and gone on. And, yeah. You know, with the nightlife scene and everything, when I come back, it's like sort of starting all over again. But, you know, Obviously, me, me, uh, just you, you, you were around what I would call the peak years of the Asian boom because it was when the British Army were over there and there was a lot of expats and but it was after the handover when I went yeah it was like 98 or 99 I think it was yeah. but there was a 20 year handover yeah. wasn't it nothing so, really happened overnight but yeah like, like you say, that's now, wasn't it? Yeah, because I, I know a lad who went there in 95 and it was, um, I worked with him, I can't say his name because You didn't of, need uh, any visa or anything then, so a lot no. of Brits were there, like, but... I didn't want to, I didn't want to, don't want to incriminate him. Um, Go on. But I, I, I'm not going to say, I'll t you might know him actually, um, obviously. What's his name? <laughs> I'm not, I, I can't be asked editing and bleeping it out, <laughs> yeah, so I'll tell you afterwards, just remind me. Yeah, I know what um, He went over and it was New Year's Eve 1995 and he said to me, he said, when you're in Hong Kong and you're a Brit at that time, in the army as well, mm. he said it was it was wild. It was yeah. uh, it was the best years of his life. Mm. He says it was the best years of his life until he woke up on New Year's Day 1996, woke up in a hotel room in Central and 
he'd married a prostitute the night before, woke up. Well, I'd, easy, I'd, easy done, easy done. <laughs> easy done. <laughs> <laughs> Talking from experience. <laughs> but uh, he woke up, he had a name tattooed on his arm. Uh, he had, he, so he had like, his, yeah, he had his name tattooed on his arm and he had, he, um, I think that he got that steaming and wrecked on the New Year's Eve. He went out and got um, his regiment or something like that tattooed here. Right. And underneath he's got a, a name tattooed, right? right. And married her. Um, he had to go through... <laughs> Everything's possible, like. He, he was meant to come home um, halfway through January in 96. He didn't end up coming home until the May because he had to go through divorce proceedings and... Uh, uh, well, because on, the, it was, on, the, on day two. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when everything opened back up, um, after Christmas and New Year, he went down and said, "Listen, this is what's happened." Da da da. And obviously, for it to all get processed and everything, uh, he, he had to stay there a bit longer. I don't think the army were happy with, with what happened, but yeah. understandable. The reputation. Um, but yeah, uh, he got, went went to, went to sleep in nineteen ninety five. Woke up in 1986, He told me that, and I was just like, that's unbelievable. He says, he says, mate, he said, that doesn't even scratch the surface of what was going on in Hong Kong at that time. Like, the, he says, it was a, a Brit's paradise. Right. So, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was mental back in the day. It was, like, it was just socially acceptable to be out in the pits every day, yeah. every night. Uh, just just a good crack with the lads. That's what I missed as well. Like, it was just a, a good bunch of folk out there that I met over the years. Like, do you think it, it? I don't know if you've noticed this, and anyone who's watching who has been involved in any of this type of thing will be able to relate to it. Do you not think when you get a new venue or a new brand or you go to a new place and there just seems to be a set of the right people at the right moment of their lives nice. where you've all crossed paths and you've all look back on it very, very fondly for years. Well, at the time, you don't do it. Yeah, it's just, just a norm, but when you do look back, yeah. When you look back at it, you think they great times, but they're probably great times now, when yeah. you look back. Oh, yeah, of you course. I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, like, you have this thing where there's, like, there's something new, and before it all gets out of hand and becomes something nuts, like this, for yeah, me, now, moves on. I'm really enjoying the guests I'm getting on here. I hopefully one day don't want to be this thing where I look back on these early episodes fondly of like, do you know where I'm coming from? Like, I d I'm going to try and keep this what it is now. I don't want it to evolve into something it's not. Um, and it's, but I've, have you ever, like, so for instance, I've took residencies in clubs or for brands before in the past and it just feels, there's, there's a moment of magic where it's like, this is all working. There's a, just a group of mates that are having fun. Yeah. You're having fun with the bar staff, the bouncers, everything. Exactly. And then, over time, things develop and some people move on and it's new mm. crowding and it just doesn't feel the same as it once did. No. Um, did you ever get like that? With like some so, so I, I came over a brief spell in there. Uh, before, after I'd left Thailand, I came home. Yeah. It was about, I think it was back for about six months or something, and then I, I just thought, you know, I'm going back again. So I went back to Hong Kong. But then, even then, after like six months, it was six months to maybe eight months or something like that. But even then, I could never get them old times back that I'd had from then. Mm. But you were making the new times. Yeah, oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you're still making the new times, that's yeah, good. Yeah, a lot of people moved on. It was different. I was in different bars, different clubs. Yeah. But you're always looking back to go to the old ones where you were comfortable. You're yeah. happy, yeah. But we're always moving around. We're working for an agency, so we're yeah. just dotted about in every different bar, come on different nights. Yeah. If there's anyone, and the amount of times I've left me CDs in bars and pubs. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody's got full CD collections because oh, you. No, I've left them in a Seven Eleven. 
I've <laughs> left a big box of them, silver box of CDs. Mm. Left in the 7-Eleven. I remember laying in bed in the morning. I woke up in the morning and I was thinking, something wrong. Something wrong. Some, <laughs> some Chinese fellas just There's got something, loads of Something bothering me in my mind. Yeah. And then I just thought, shit, CD box. Looked outside in the flat, come outside the bedroom. It wasn't there. I was like, oh my fucking God, where is he? The whole lot's gone like. And I thought, last time Adam was in 7-Eleven downstairs. He went so I went down. And the old woman who knew was coming going in there smashed every night. Yeah. She's like, ah, oh, I keep it for you. They're here. Oh, class. And I was like, fucking hell. Oh, but that was a scary one. My heart was pounding like I thought. See, do you know what? See, when you're the local drunk, right? People no, seem no, to take no, care yeah. of you a bit more, don't oh, they? No. It's like you've seen it like, oh, I'll be back I mean, tomorrow, the poor, old, the poor old woman couldn't speak a word of English, but she understood us. Yeah, <laughs> <somehow>. exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, um, like I say, for anyone out there as well, Who's experienced this on on different levels? Where you've you've worked for a certain brand or club or whatever? Let me know in the comments of where who it was and where it was because I'd be interested to see that. You know, I remember another time in the bar. Op- there's a bar opposite when I first got there for a few months. Mm. There's uh, one of the managers in there called Johnny, and I used to run up a tab on my drinks afterwards. I was already smashed, yeah. and then I couldn't even remember running up the tab. But you go back and you'd be like, "Phil, Phil," he says, "You got a bill, a bill here to pay." I was like, "All right," so I had a look at it. And he says on the top, the drunk DJ from Ritz. <laughs> Class. <laughs> you know, Class. I was like, oh, I'm thinking that's me then, eh? <laughs> uh, must be. All the only person who matches the description. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that all right for just doing some questions, mate? Yep. Um, obviously, I showed you these beforehand as well, so you, sh- you should have some good answers for me. <laughs> um, so this is podcast questions. If you've got any questions that you want to ask guests... Um, fire them over to me at, at It's Time to Refresh on Instagram and at It's Time to Refresh on Facebook. Just drop me a message, say, hi, this is the question. And then uh, I had, I didn't realise I had some in the message requests on um, Instagram and I didn't know because it doesn't come through to the primary one, it comes through as a request. Aye. So I've got an actual backlog of um, questions now. So yeah, um, this is, what, this is what I said at the beginning. I think this is a pretty good question um, and it could lead to an interesting answer. Um, hi, Brad. Uh, what is your most controversial opinion? Sorry if it's been asked before. Keep up the good work. And that's from Nick LUFC. Controversial opinion? Yeah. For me or for you? Um, give me your most controversial opinion. <sighs> no, then you'll have to give us a clue. I don't know. I'm not really an opinionated guy. Like no, no. Do you, is there is there any anything that you like that you you hear about and it's like so a classic one would be right for instance. I don't agree with this by the way. I think that absolutely great. A lot of people always say to me, especially people from Liverpool, the Beatles aren't that good. And I'm like, I love the Beatles. Well, I'm, you know I'm not really a fan of the Beatles. Like, I'll be honest with you, but um, I know they were the pioneers, one. Oh, absolutely, yeah. When uh, I don't know. It's a, just their music doesn't hit the string with. Oh yeah, obviously that's what it is, and a lot of people <coughs> say that as well. But I would like can't to knock them for what they've done, though. Eh? No yeah, well, as I said, that a lot of people will say, "Oh, the, the music was just basic and poppy," but there wasn't the pop element of things there. Like nursery rhymes, there. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just catchy, then, catchy. If you listen to say the later stuff, where it was like Sgt Pepper's and and stuff like that, and um, the, the the sort of latter end of their stuff. It was real, they were calling avant-garde music, wasn't it? It was mm. stuff that they were using, like, uh, Indian strings, and they were really, like, like experimental. They were the first people, like, so, for instance, that this is why I think they're amazing. They, they were they were doing, like, um, 
layers. They were like production-wise, they were like pioneers. They were layering like vocals in ways that never been done before. They were recording sounds to add into their music that wasn't music. And I was like, oh, like this is this this is. Yeah, well, that's probably what set them apart, isn't it? Cause yeah. They were uh, the forefront. But back obviously, then. you've got "She Loves You," yeah, which is just simply like a nursery rhyme. Yeah, oh, bloody, that's oh, bloody that's what they remind me of when you hear them. Yeah, yellow yeah. submarine and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's catchy and people remember. And that's. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong; the music was probably good as well. For yeah, you know, see, but I like I like Penny Lane and stuff like that. But then yeah, Strawberry Fields and like the chord progressions and stuff like that. It's like <coughs> really experimental. I know, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm just using this as an example. This is my controversial one, but I'm just saying that's what a controversial opinion would be. Mm, I can't so, really think about there. Like I don't know. I wouldn't know what to you 24 hours to think about this. <laughs> I've looked at all the other questions, I didn't think about that one. <laughs> so, for me, a controversial opinion. Right. Um, oh, God. Uh, I know, where do I start? Uh, here's one that I don't I like to... controversy. <laughs> a controversial <laughs> opinion would be right. A lot of people don't like it, but I really. There's something really satisfying about it. I, can't, I don't just do it every day. Um, I really like hardcore like not I mean like Gabba hardcore like the European stuff and uh, and I like for me that like 200 BPM <coughs> it's mm-hmm. I I heard that first I because at first when I heard that first I was like wow what the fuck so is what, this so what's your opinion then on that I, I, well this is my controversial opinion I love this um, and I think it's really good it's not really popular it's really popular in, in it's not really popular in the UK but it's popular in like Europe and stuff um, on the German, big German mosh pits. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I I love that that sound. But my my opinion is right that when I was younger, grown up, and I listened to like house music, obviously the bounce stuff, the hard dance, the Italian. I remember a friend of mine showing me heavy metal, right, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fucking hell, what is that? Like that is just fucking noise, no. right?" Well, like the proper heavy stuff. Yeah, like um, thrash stuff. Yeah, well, when I heard like Screamo for the first time, like the, <laughs> I've never even heard of them. Like, you, no, well, it's a, it's it's a style. It's oh, like so. Do you remember the Italian screaming over the, oh, the right. things? And I was like, wow, this is just noise. Oh, well, how, how, like kicking each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. How can people enjoy this, right? And obviously, as you grow up. Your, your sound sort of your ear develops and it's like you start you start to learn and take on more sort of music and I always liked a bit of rock music and then over the years I was like how the fuck are still pe- people listen to this it's like death metal and stuff like that and then in about 2014 2015 I was I started getting into Gabba and the really really tough stuff and I thought to myself remember when I was fucking six or seven and I first heard this and I thought how can people like this and I've started, started to grow on me it changes as you get older yeah yeah it? it's like all the music that I would never didn't like but you, you just it grows on you as you get older doesn't it yeah I so so what, what 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 for instance would that be would you say what was it, was uh, it? I don't know a lot of the a lot of 70s stuff 80s stuff mm. I mean now like my parents always listen to Abba when we were kids. Yeah. It didn't make any sense here, but you know, you listen to the lyrics, lyrics become more sense yeah. when you get older, if you know what I mean. Oh, when yeah, you listen yeah. to them, it's like them pouring the hearts out, isn't it? Right. But yeah, it didn't make any sense when you're younger, but just when you get older. Abba's class, by the way. do. Oh, no, the music's amazing. <laughs> when you listen to it, from yeah. back then, it's, it is pretty good. Like, Yeah. <coughs> but um, my, my point was that, for instance, I look, I look at Gabba the same way I look at heavy metal. It's like, so for me, house and hard hard dance music it's like the rock 
Mm. And then the gabba's like the metal. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. See where I'm coming from? Well, and I thought... Different ends of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Line. But it's like, it's like a build-up source. Yeah. There's the people who dip the toe into house music and, and can listen to it casually. Mm. The way I was listening to, say, ACDC, Guns N' Roses. It's just casual. Oh, no. Paradise City or I know Sweet Child of Mine or Highway to Hell and all these type stuff. And I'm like, you know something? Maybe I should give it uh, another listen. And I've started listening to a lot of like heavy metal and stuff like that. Um, a lot of people will be switching off on the either because <laughs> like it's not Easter really on, yeah, yeah, Easter on. There's a time and place for everything. Sometimes you know, even listen to like things in the car. Yeah, you know, all sorts of genres come on, isn't there? Like on radio, but it's just it's just endless supply of what you can listen to, isn't it? Nowadays. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I know I'm sort of beating around the bush to get to my controversial opinion, but. Um, Heavy metal grew on me, just like Gabba did, and it's like, I listen to a lot of heavy metal now, and I'm thinking to myself, this is my controversial opinion, like, the, I'll try and shorten it, shorten it down. Um, I heard somebody say to me, um, a while back, do you still play that hard music? And I'm like, yeah, I do, yeah. It's like, oh, you... Stick you, some nine-inch nails on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm on about, uh, like, hard house yeah, yeah. and hard dance. And it's like, and I'm like, yeah, and... By the way, these are a couple of tech DJs it was who was talking to me. They're, they're, like, they're like tech and sort of um, progressive house. And they were like, ah, it's all right, one day you'll, you'll, you'll develop a taste and you'll grow out of it. And I thought to myself, this is my controversial opinion. Do, you know what I mean? How the fuck can you grow out of um, a music? If you enjoy something, you don't, don't grow... Know. It's not like you're watching it's up to yourself, cartoon time as a child. No do you know else, what I mean? No one else can tell you what you like. It's yeah. But it's like, I, I thought that, that comment was a bit off. Like... You'll mm. grow out of it. What, what? Oh yeah, well that's one when people always say to you, when you're gonna grow up as well. Like, yeah, I've heard that a few times. Like, that's my well, controversial opinion. Mm. Like, it ain't gonna happen, is it? My my <laughs> controversial opinion is, why should I grow up or, or 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 grow out of a style of music? It's like if you enjoy it, right? Fuck, just enjoy uh, it. When people say to you, yeah, like, you've never changed. And you're like, well. Why what, am I, what am I supposed to change into? Mm-hmm. Chameleon, like or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is what I said. I, I seen a little little conversation thread the other day. I think it might have been on Reddit or something. I was reading, and it was like, do you know when you're a kid and you go to school and you see through the years you'll maybe change and you see some people will become maybe I don't know like like moshers or get into like get into like heavy metal and they might change the, the appearance and you're like, that's a bit of a shock, but then you get used to it. Mm. It's like. Do you not know, think when you become an adult, there's no no one would accept your change. If you, if you were to change and say, one day, oh, I, I like wearing this style of clothes. I'm not mm. saying go extreme and start fucking doing whatever, but people if, always have something to say about things. Yeah, they? yeah. If you if you one day <coughs> were wearing, I don't know, fucking, if you're wearing them Adidas trainers one day, that Adidas top, and then the next day you come and you're wearing, you, you're dressed in like, uh, and you think, oh, I just fancy something a bit smarter or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, people will be like oh, he's lost it. Uh, yeah, he's lost the plot. What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like as an adult, you can't reinvent yourself because people don't like. Oh, you like. Do you think that's just like in Cumbria? Like, I think that's down, everywhere. If you go down to cities. I don't think that, people really don't mind at all. They don't. They don't mind. But the thing is, though, if you rock it up, right? Say you're dressed like this, and then you go and dress like the other end of the spectrum, and say like, you become a proper mega goth, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're there all in black, fucking big boots, I'd big leather shocked, jacket. I'd be shocked myself. And you walked around. I know. And you walked around <laughs> Manchester city centre. No one will bat an eyelid because they don't know you. No. But I bet you, them people who are doing that, who's changed, have go, will go back to wherever they're from, and be like, "Fucking, I'll have changed." 
So do what you want. Do no, what just you feel happy. Yourself. I know. Um, and if you feel comfortable or you feel like you need a bit of a change, can't get out. I suppose with social media as well now, though, because a lot of people have a lot to say. With social media, so it's one yeah. of the dark sides of it, isn't it? Really. It's yeah. Good, but it's uh, just one of the things. It's where we're at now in life, isn't it? Well, so so if you were to put a controversial opinion forward, what would it be? Uh, I don't know. Just be yourself and. Uh, well, that's not even controversial, yeah. is it? I don't, I don't know. Have you not got a view on, like, say, like a football club or, or like, what, what? What's your hobbies other than other than music? Uh, oh, you can have some music related if you want. Have you, have you got a controversial opinion? I don't think I have. Honestly, I can't think about it. Uh, so, so, so for for I instance, about that question. I haven't thought about that one. <laughs> no, for instance, like I could have a controversial opinion and say, I don't think ACDC are that good. Like, a lot of people would jump down my throat and go, the legends, whatever they are. Uh, for me, the, like you said, the, about the Beatles. I've got one, well, Daft Punk. I don't know why. Yeah. But for me, I'll probably get slated for this, like. But I thought they were overrated, to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah? Yeah. Thank God for that. <laughs> I and agree. Anyone else I doesn't, never... that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, but, obviously I mean, people when that new album them. came out, everyone raving about it, and I listened to it, and I was like, I haven't done a lot for me, that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't get it. Um, no, but the massive. I don't know. Music's fine. It's great. It's popular. It's. We'll do. I've never done this before, <laughs> but we'll do it now, right? We'll just go on to Spotify and go to Daft Punk, and we'll see what their top five tunes are. And I bet you, I could say I don't like any of them. I went to no, the we'll last yeah. banger in there. Wasn't I? <laughs> get lucky. Uh, get lucky. Don't like you. Well, it's it, catchy. It's chic, isn't it? It's yeah. Chic. Chic guitars. Right. Here's one. One more time. Right. By by Daft Punk. Uh, I didn't get the hype about it. No, I, I know. I don't. It's. I mean, I did me. like Around the World and the Funk, the first few that come out there. Yeah. Uh, what else? The Instant Crush. I don't even know that tune. Yeah. Around the World's obviously there. I don't like it. I, I, I don't... Not, maybe I just don't get what they're about. No, I'm the same with, with that liking, but... I mean, I've tried. I've tried to... I've listened to everything that they've done and things like that. And Do you ever listen to, say... Well, it's just not tick the boxes for me, like... Oh, yeah. Do you ever listen to, say, like, say a DJ or a producer or a band or... Some sort of whatever artist, right? When they go, when someone's ranting and raving and saying these are the fucking best things since like summer tune this year, and you're like, yeah, yeah, or, or even like, oh, their album is like it's 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 god tier, and it's like you listen to it and you're like, I'm not hearing what you're hearing. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Well, so, everyone's different, and you're always gonna have different opinions on things like. But. See, one of my favourite artists ever. Uh, and I find really, really interesting is uh, Dave Grohl from um, Foo Fighters and Nirvana. No, they're all just talented geezer, isn't he? Yeah, he is really, really mm. talented, right? I love Nirvana, right? And he broke his leg on the stage, didn't he? Went to hospital and come yeah, back. Yeah. Legend. Um, but here's, here's one thing about him, right? I don't like Foo Fighters. I've said it on the podcast before. I don't like Foo Fighters. No. I don't. I just don't get the music. But mm. people rant and rave how amazing yeah, they are. Yeah, there's a couple of them are. Like, I'm, I'm going to say I'm a big fan of the music, but there's a couple of songs that are all right. It's sort of on the edge of like the soft rock mm. to the hard rock. Yeah, I, I, I simply don't care. Well, maybe it isn't. I don't know. That's how I see it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do like Dave Grohl as a performer as well. Yeah. I like to wa- watch him. Uh, yeah, Even exactly. if I don't like the music, but yeah, you know, I like to watch the band a few times. Do you find some people? Uh, not, I was going to say attractive, but not attractive. But do you find do you find yourself um, pulled in by some performers? Like, there's some people who are undeniably just they've got so much presence when they're on stage mm. like everyone always refers to Freddie Mercury when he's no. when he's on stage do you, do you find that with some people you don't necessarily like the music but 
Yeah, you were like to watch the show. They, they, they show are the a, a show. Yeah, like, definitely are. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes I can be. I, I'd like to watch concerts and stuff like that. Mm. And you know, you drift off the music, just watching the performance and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I watch showing. I'll be even watching. I know it sounds boring, but we watch how the lights are working and the whole. Oh the yeah. Whole thing. You it's, know what it, I mean? It is it's a like show. It's in itself. A full show. Yeah. Um, everything's working in, together. It looks it makes it look amazing, doesn't it? I find myself looking and as well. Like when I watch, for instance, uh, let's say, oh, fucking hell, it could be anything really. Uh, find myself watching a band. Uh, the Who were, is it The Who? The Who, the Who were a good band, right? And there's a lot of presence, but like there, is it Keith Moon there, drummer? Is that, that's the right uh, one I'm thinking so, of. Yeah. Right, and you watch him, and like, I'm not necessarily a massive fan of The Who, but when you watch them and you're just like, some yeah. people, like I've seen DJs got this, a good DJ out there who's, who's a good a uh, good example of this is Rob Kane, right? You watch him DJ, he could be playing house, he could be playing uh yeah. the, the, the harder stuff, right? You watch him perform With and short it on. Yeah. E- even though you like for instance I'm not a massive fan of some of the um funky stuff that I'm, I like funky house but I'm not a massive fan of it. But then if you watch him play it, you find yourself sort of pulled yeah, in yeah. by it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like Wow, because he's there and he, he's got this famous video online where he scratched with a shoe and stuff like that. Like he's, he's he just puts on a show and like the energy that he 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 shows that he's enjoying himself and it and the, you can see that the ca- the crowd are eating into like, it regardless. Carl Cox, is like Cal, exactly. Carl right. Cox. You see him there and he's fingering away and, and he's just like you know when Carl Cox is playing. So as soon as you go in the room, is that atmosphere? Yeah, they just know. So like presence is a lot of a lot of yeah. uh, I think. I don't know where he gets his energy from, mind. He's like, he's like 60 now, isn't he? I know, yeah. Big fella, he's just non-stop, like, yeah. amazing. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you something, we've just, we've just went into that one question there, we've sort of went off on a tangent. <laughs> As you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to do some throwback attack. Um, you, oh, I hope you've heard these questions. This is going to go a long way back then. I know, the, prim- <laughs> the primary skill one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, right. I have to go back to 1980. <laughs> so this is throwback attack, uh, we feel good all, let's do this. Right, so quick as you can, First response, let's do right, this. Uh, what song do you think of when you think back to primary school? Axel F. Oh, tune? Yeah. The symphony in that. Axel F, uh, yeah. Paul Hardcastle, mm. 19, all that electronic stuff. But yeah. That's what got us onto, onto the, that electronic sound. Axel F, uh, like Hollow Fortmeyer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, what song do you think of when you think back to secondary school? Probably go back to Ten City. That's the way I love is. That's a great track yeah. for me. Like, good memories. Good memories. Mm. So, it's, do you only hear your tunes and you think, does it does it sort of spark? It sounds great today, though, didn't I think that tune? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Or maybe it's just me. No, 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 it does. But does it, like, when you say you're not hearing tunes nowadays that you can sort of latch onto, it's because sometimes you hear them tunes. Even though it's a great tune, you uh, think it's, back it's, to it's different memories, times. Yeah, 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 memories attached mm. to them. It's weird how you can. You, you know can, exactly where you were at when you needed a tune, and what yeah. year it was, and you can just it, pinpoint the year. What you were doing at that time when that tune was out. I know we were referring back to it before, to Hong Kong, but so when you walk and you get off the plane at Hong Kong and you take the first breath and it's like, it smells like Hong Kong. Right. That with music is for me. So when I hear a tune and it could be the first note of a of, of a tune and there was one I heard the other day and I hadn't heard it in years and it just took me back to that, that moment in time of like, wow, that was fucking... Mm. It's, it's weird it's how... It's good it, to look uh, back on it as well. And but it's weird how it, it just clicks in your uh, brain of like, oh yeah, remember that? Well imprinted in there, like, isn't it? Oh yeah, exactly. Um, what song do you think of when you think of your first set of decks? Um, I'm thinking probably Solo, Come On, around that era. Right. 
Yeah. And was that was that a big tune for you? Yeah. Can you remember the first record you got? Yeah, Grand Plaz, Wow Wow Nana. <laughs> Do you know that one or not? No, I don't know. It's like samples there, that's it's Banana Rama. Na 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 na. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that was the first tune, Boys the Pink Panther. Yeah. Right. Yep, I've still got it. Yeah. That's one that's survived all the way over the years. Like. <laughs> yeah, it must have been in a good uh, a good thing, eh? Yeah, must have been, must have been kept. I'll send you a link to it after you can have a listen. Class, oh, definitely. It's got some good scratching it, see, and that's where, where I, I wanted to reel the scratch like that. <laughs> Still can't like. But, I always uh, keep saying to myself, just add another bow to your the string to your bow by just learn learn to scratch, Brad. And then oh, I spent hours trying to do it years ago, like. It's, and I've just never got round to even trying. I've never figured out on the controller, like. But do you know what I mean? Like I've just never. No, I mean, you don't have to do one, do you? Yeah, I do want to do it. I came obsessed just... with it at one point, like, just, like, it was, it's hard, it was hard to get your brain to Who's your favourite scratching DJ, like, who you've heard? Nipper, I would say. Nipper? Uh, Is that, uh, oh, old school DJ? Um, yeah, I mean, he's an old console, so I don't Nipper, yeah. like, so. Oh, you, you put me on to it, I think, actually. Uh, yeah. he, he still does live streams every week on, uh... Yeah, uh, that's where I think I've seen, then. You've you put it on to me, and I've, I think I've followed his page, uh, I think that's yeah. what's happened. Yeah, uh, what, and he was just like the the one that inspired you. Well, to, like, oh, I when we this. had the taste back in the day, it's just like from hackets and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody shared the same tape, I mean, like. But uh, yeah, his scratching was amazing. But I remember trying to do it myself first. Mm. And just using, instead of using the fader, not the crossfader, trying to do it too fast at first. And then when I, when I saw some DJs doing it, like on a video or in the clubs or whatever, yeah. it's actually quite slow. Yeah, it obviously goes by yeah, BPM. And like on the, yeah. the DMC. The DMC, right? When you watch no, no, them, so slower. They they mix, but their 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 tunes are, are like eighty to ninety to one hundred BPM. Yeah. That's why it's so slow. But when you see, I've I've watched some. Uh, there's a guy, shout Vinny T, Vinny Taller, really really good DJ, um, underrated, criminally underrated. In fact, when he scratches, I watched I watched him scratch the hardcore, and it's just yeah, fuck it's me. Just, it's it's a flick, yeah. a flick of the fingers. Oh my god! I'm like, but wow. I used to use, didn't have a crossfader on my first mixer, so when I was like learning, I've got it in my brain with the. Just the fader going up. Yeah, that, so a lot of people do to, it like that. To try and use, I've, I've tried to go with the crossfader. It's hard to get your brain to to work out of a way around from side it, to side. You're working two two rhythms as well, though. Yeah. Uh, I know a little bit about scratching, but when when you've got to you've got to be focused on the timing of the of the deck yeah. to get the the right sound. Mm. But then, and it's quite slow well, on the actual on the deck as well, yeah. the platter. Yeah, mm. I thought that. So, go on, uh, what song do you think of when you first think of your first days of going out? Hmm, first days of going out, I reckon it's got to be an old rave tune, that's probably like Human Resource Dominator. Tune? Yeah. That sound. <laughs> yeah. Or Joy Belter of Energy Flash. Uh, that was, was that... like the early days of when I first started going out. Like, Where did you first like, hear that Belgium out? Techno. Huh? Where did you first hear that, just out of curiosity? I think it was probably in the White House. They used yeah. to do like Saturday afternoons and uh, rave, or I think you got a Carl Cox tape from... Somewhere in Scotland, some big rave, I can't remember, right. Englishton or something like that, they used to do them. We used to buy tapes from Pimp Pamper and Carl Cox and Fantasia and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think it was on one of them when I first heard it, and then got the vinyl and it was all in the clubs, and all those things like that. Just, I'd, nowadays I can't picture that style really working, but no, obviously. No, no. It's, it's all been remixed as well, hasn't it? Now? Yeah, but it's I've a lot slower when like... you hear it. It's quite oh, yeah. slow, and then the, when the trance come along. That's like really fast when you hear it now, isn't it? Yeah. It's gone back down again. Yeah. It's like a lot of Prodigy stuff. Like, I don't know if it would work. I love Prodigy, by the way, but uh, there's, a, there's a lot of their stuff I don't know if it would work in a, 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 
a generic club nowadays. Yeah. Um, what song do you think back to when you think of your golden era? Uh, I'd probably go System F out of the blue. Oh, what a tune! Okay. I don't in the car this morning. Yeah, it, it just never feels like does it. Where were you at when you first heard that? Uh, Simon Kennedy, I did it on vinyl. Yeah. Uh, I heard it on the Essential Selection. And uh, I think I've got to get that, got to get that. And Simon came into the forum and he had it on vinyl. I couldn't believe it. I was like, where did you get that from? Uh, so I was the first one, like, but nobody else had it. That big air, uh, like, snare or, mm. or whatever it is in that. Like, them rolling <laughs> rums. Well. And, then, and then, when uh, for me, the tune. It just captures the emotion, like, doesn't it? Just yeah. The tune. The tune I, when I first heard it, I've never heard anything like it at the time. And when I first heard it, when the it, the tune you mix the tune in and then it goes to the kick the bass and the string mm. so, uh, mm, and, and then it, the rolling bass line the and everything kick. else fades off yeah, yeah 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 and that just gets all emotional oh. sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start raving in a minute but honestly that that for me when I first heard that I was like oh my fucking yeah. god this is this is different this is class it still sounds class now doesn't it yeah he did a the, the, have you heard the violin version as well I don't think I'm wrong. Oh, mate, that'll put you on that afterwards oh, as well. I love all that um, classical stuff. So, he well. opened with it at a gig years ago, I think, and then he ended up releasing it as a full version. So, it's like a two minute breakdown or whatever, but nice. I mean, it just, it's it's good. It's really mm. good. Uh, I think it's called The Violin Edit. Um, oh, I, I got it on, I think it, I originally got it on like, uh, do you remember when we about buying CD singles? I got it on the, is it the Maxi CD? Hi. Well, the yeah. European one, like every mix. Yeah, every mix ever, yeah. I used to get them in Hong Kong, it's like, 15 mixes of everything on one disc and you're like class why don't we get them back in England because I'll tell you why it is mate licensing. like be licensing but if I, I'm kind of happy because the amount of tunes I've played over the years where like people what's that what mixes I've never had that you one you get them on discogs all the matches that's, yeah, that's where I get them right. from yeah 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 <laughs> you just got every mix good good quality of it yeah ripped up and that's it so stored away I like having little secret gems to play where it's like because uh, there's a lot of um, what you would call b-sides but they weren't exactly b-sides they're on maxi cds and there were just experimental tracks that producers had made that never really got a proper release mm. and it's like it might not be a mix of another tune but it's another tune that they never release and it's like and you play that and it's like what the fuck I've never had that tune by them mm. and like yeah you haven't the element of surprise right? <laughs> it's always good <laughs> and last one what's your karaoke song I imagine you you get up and do karaoke I like. do I don't mind a bit of karaoke yeah. uh, I can do Aerosmith don't want to miss a thing oh tune well, it gets tiring after a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I bet you're giving it full beers as well. Now, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Armageddon, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. Um, two pina coladas. Uh, uh, fucking hell. <laughs> that's uh, totally different. I know. Different I, I, of the yeah, that's what I mean, I think. Um, I've already said what mine is. My karaoke song is uh, Billy Joel. Uh, uh, which one, Piano Man? No, uh, I love Billy, Billy Joel. Fucking, oh, what the fuck's his name? Oh my god, my mind's gone blank. I'm going to be my karaoke song right now. <laughs> Up Town Girl. What's... What do you write on the slip? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just put, uh, uh, I like uh, that era. It's like fast mm. pop music, isn't it? That's what I, that's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I love Billy Joel's great. Like, I love Billy Joel. Like, uh, I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I always liked, um, oh, what's that tune now? Uh, fuck. I can't believe my mind's gone blank. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to have to finish it. I'm, uh, Sorry to the audio listeners. Obviously, Uptown Girls want the one. It's 
No, it's not Piano Man. Uh, it's not even on his top five tunes as well. Oh my god. What is it, the name of someone? Uh, no, I've got two tunes that it is. Uh, I'm not even going to cut this out, I'm going to leave it all in. <laughs> uh, so there's Billy Joel Uptown Girl, that's, that's one of them. Um, and. Um, <clears throat> what was the other tune? Oh my god. This is too amazing, you know. I've, sorry for the, for the listeners. Uh, Scooter covered it. But, uh, la, 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 la. I might have to go. Scooter on YouTube. Um, two seconds. I am actually just going to. I feel really rude doing this, but I'm going to have to because it's such a good. Rebel Yell. Uh, Billy Idol, isn't he? Billy Idol, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rebel Yell. I, no, for me, like. I get that at karaoke. Hey, uh, get everyone going. If I if I if I had a, had a couple of drinks, I'll put on a performance. I like for Billy Idol like as well. It's yeah, great. Put in it. I'll put I'll put on a show for that because I've never actually seen him see him sing it live, and I've never I googled it or YouTube it or whatever. So, but I imagine he's quite energetic in it. So when I do it, I'm proper right all over the spots. Right. It could go for it. Do you know what I mean? You got to have you get involved. Like yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to do some flopper bop. Oh, uh, did you do flopper bop before? No. Your last one? No. 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 I can't remember how recent um, the flopper bop. When was it we did the last one? Uh, a year ago, is it? Won't be far off, maybe. Won't be far off a year. Mm. It might be. No, was it this year? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. But, anyways, uh, you, but he's going to be a regular guest because I could fucking sit here and talk to you all day about it. Um, so. Karaoke set up. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. Oh, I'll show you something. For those. Uh, like, no one will know this, but. In my car, I've actually got a karaoke set up. Yeah. In my car, yeah. So when we go on long journeys, right. plugged into this, plugged into the system, mm-hmm. get the karaoke on. Uh, I bought. How did your missus find it? Well, she she hates it, but uh, if I'm honest with you, it's entertaining when you right. when you pull up to the lights at someone and you've got the thing on full blast, right? right? No music on and just go. Hey, <laughs> then people are freaked out that there's a fucking thing on the, on the microphone. I'll show you when we get outside. We'll have some echo effects and all sorts. <laughs> yeah, <there>. exactly. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's so fun. I know you shouldn't really play karaoke while you're driving, but you know, what can you do? Yeah. Uh, so, this is Flopper Bop with Phil. Let's do this. Straight in, Flopper Bop, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sons of Loop to Loop era, far out. Absolute bop. Bop, bop. I've still got the vinyl. Yep, absolute bop. Yep. One of the best. Yep. Uh, the, it's just a great tune. I always think yeah. I'll remix it, but then I think. I like that. Good, good I want to know what was it? The second one, um, the white cover, some of Luke Love Jada. Can't what it's called now. What's the title of it? Anyway, it's, it's gone, but that was a yeah. great tune as well. The second yeah. one came out, I think it was the second one they released. I don't know who it is behind that, you know. I've never actually looked into it. Um, I can't uh, remember I the think producer. It's them lads from Essex, isn't it? It's um, behind that record shop in Essex. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll have to look into it anyway. Yeah. Now. Black Box Ride on Time. Uh, absolute Bob as well. Bob. 1988. Yeah. That was around the time where it was just turning into the rave scene. Yeah. Mm. That vocal was raw, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like, Lead all the Yeah. It's just uh, the word. Oh, mm-hmm. When you hear that coming in. It just catches you straight away, innit? Yeah. Classic Italian. Do you know what it's coming in? Mm-hmm. It's just class. Um, Stonebridge, ride them high. I put them high, sorry. Put them high, yeah, absolutely. Bop. Bop, yeah. Hong Kong days, that in there. Does it? It's, it's funky and it's fun and I like it, yeah. Hey, Candy Eater was great. Yeah, class. Uh, high tax, say, 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 waiting for you. I don't actually know that one. Um, I'm not going to sing it. Is it that Lionel Richie one? No. 
Uh, I, I was gonna say I was gonna say I play it on the pod, but you know, that uh, <laughs> I'm not singing it because like I've sang on the pod before, and somebody fucking clipped me singing on the pod, so I'm not I'm not doing it. Eh? Do you know what I mean? Uh, clip didn't spread it. No, just put a clip up and just like, and it just got out of context. It looks fucking daft. Uh, this is it. I won't try. And... Okay. Sorry for the audio listeners. Why the fuck is it not working? Oh yeah, that's what. Uh, uh, bit, bit of a flop that. Swing it's a flop, yeah. Yeah, a bit cheesy and uh, uh, chatting for me that like. I like it. I, I don't. I don't know why. I think. Is it Lionel Richie? No, no, no Leo Sayer. Yeah, no, not. Is it Leo Sayer? I think so. because uh, he did. He, he got one of the two. He got, put in, he got put into the charts again didn't he, back in the mid two thousands yeah. with uh, Thunder in My Heart. Is that three Masons there? That is high tech. I it's, uh, I'm sure, if I'm not mistaken, is it not Kuan from Clubheads, High Attack? Could be, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I should have more of these facts, um, but I simply don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and the last one for today, Bob Marley and the Whalers versus Funkster Lux, Sun is Shining. Mm, bit of a flop, I would say that for me. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I've played it a couple of times, but I, no, it doesn't really get you going. Yeah. And nice for the charts, poppy song, summer song. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it's a dance floor filler. No, I was going to say that it's quite the opposite. If anything, mm. I think it loses it loses the energy yeah, of, yeah. The, of the crowd. It would be on my uh, on my top playlist, anyways. It's I think it's a bop. I'd put it out there as a bop, right? It's if I've got it on in the car, I will turn it up, no. and that for me that's a good enough to say a bop. Mm. And like, and you sing along to it. I like it's his voice on it. Like, I do like his voice on it, but it's, yeah, uh, it's good, anyway. but when it's on in the club, it, it's got it's got energy to it. It's no, not yeah, more, that's what I mean. Yeah. Pick up and go off today. Yeah. Um, so I'll ask you a couple more questions. That's that's all for Flutter Bob today, by the way. Um, I've got a couple more questions for you. Uh, is there anything that you want to achieve before you sort of hang up the headphones? Not really. No. I mean, I've never really wanted to achieve anything in. Just have in a good time. Is yeah, that's what it's always been about for me. I've never, never wanted to go anywhere with it. I've just enjoyed doing it along the way, and just yeah. accidentally fell into. Like going abroad and stuff, really. Yeah. But just took the chances I had and enjoyed every one of them, really. But yeah, nothing really. I've never really wanted to achieve a lot in it. Right. I'm thankful for what I've achieved so far, which isn't much, but it's. Uh, no, it's been a journey, though, isn't it? Like, oh, fucking yeah. hell. I mean, a lot of people would love to have done your, your DJ career, do you know what I mean? I think I think a lot of people would like the travel aspect of, like, yeah, it's outside the DJ and abroad as well. You, the life outside of mm. the DJ when you're there and the culture and stuff like that. That's it, it's, yeah. It's just, a, it's just a learning curve and travel is knowledge, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It broadens broadens your mind a bit as well. Yeah. I've found that when when you go places and you see what's going on in like what's what's mm. sort of kicking around in other places, you're like, you know what? Actually, the mm. the the because to me, I always think, oh, of an idea for a tune, for instance, and I'm there, and I'm like. Oh, I would love to do that tune, but I don't think it would work. And then, you know, when you go somewhere and you're in a club somewhere else, mm. you think, you know what? It might work here. Yeah, it mm. would work here. And it, like, it broadens your, your imagination a bit, yeah. I think. Yeah, travel. it does, definitely. When you go places and like... And like different countries, even even around Asia, different countries, they're all different cultures. And, yeah. Like, and I, I, well, without DJ, I'd never have been able to go to them. I wouldn't have went to them, you know what yeah. I mean? Like a lot, like like Germany is a whole different scene. The Netherlands is a is a completely different scene. Yeah, again. Still listening to David Hasselhoff on the Germany. He's a national hero, isn't he? I mean, don't get me wrong. Like David Hasselhoff. Yeah. 
well, you know, to be a number one seller in Germany or something like that. Yeah, I think he was at one point, but it's, it's unbelievable. I know. Um, Go the Hoff. <laughs> the Hoffman, like. <laughs> He's going to have to get a random picture of him just to prove that's what the bollocks were. A red flashing light across the top. <laughs> yeah, class. Um, but yeah, I was going to ask you. Um, obviously, I was talking to John, who I produce um, Manic with, uh, and we were having a crack the other day about Hong Kong, and, and, and we got into the thing. Obviously, you grown up when you did. We are we a Jean Claude fan. Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh, oh, I in the day, kickboxing. Yeah, 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 but when I, <laughs> you watch him now. It's a proper cheese fest, like, isn't it? Oh, I don't same, like it. Same big Top Gun when you watch that back. It's maybe one. nostalgia, though, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I know, yeah. But watching back in the day, yeah, of course, it was brilliant, like. I seen someone the other day, we were talking about movies and stuff like that. Um, I'll get into that in a minute, but... Um, for me, when I watched Double Impact, right, because obviously right. we talked about it, it's, it's, it's the... With Chad. Uh, yeah, with Chad, yeah. <laughs> it's the most... <laughs> Um, got another case of cognac in the car. <laughs> but it's it, that to me that it's raw Hong Kong, that isn't it? That's oh, what yeah. the, the streets genuinely look uh, like. That's why I like watching because yeah, for, for for what Hong Kong's actually and, like. Uh, what is it? There's one of the uh, Bruce Lee ones as well, isn't there? There's a film in, in Hong Kong. I can't remember which one it is, but when you watch that, that's like proper old Hong Kong. Yeah, you watch that. That's that's good. Filmed on the streets of Hong Kong. Tell you what's on Double Impact as well. When they land on the plane, did you see? Uh, on the old airport okay, where they go exactly. through the thing, yeah. Uh, Class. Twice, that was brilliant. Like, I was, I was gutted when the new one opened. Yeah. It's a lot easier than new one, like. Yeah. It's a lot more access. I think a lot more accessible <coughs> for, for everyone yeah, as well. It's part of Hong Kong, you're old enough. Just coming in, like, sideways. Yeah, you're coming in on a tilt or angle, yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, we're talking about John Claude Van Damme films. Obviously, with you living in Hong Kong, I thought. Well, he used to go in. He went into that club where he used to work a couple of times. The lockdown some bar used to go there. Yeah. He was in Hong Kong, right? See, because so he, he, he's got a big, uh, a big. Um, a lot of people in Hong Kong don't know who he is, but mm. um, he's got a big passion for Hong Kong because, like, when he go, like, well, kickboxers there, I'm sure, isn't it? Yeah. No, uh, no, yeah, blood sports, blood sports right. in Hong Kong as well. Uh, Obviously, double impact and stuff. He's got. He, he, he likes. Yeah, the he, I think he that. had a house up on the, up at the peak at one point. I don't know if he still. Someone's doing all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the price of them houses. No, no, To buy the only films that's gonna work. Yeah. Higher up you go. The, yeah. The well, up to the buy a goes. normal house in Hong Kong, like you have to get in the a flat. New, a flat uh, it's all flats, place? yeah. But to buy an actual house, but you have to go to like new territories and stuff as houses. It's you're looking at in English pounds a minimum of about four mil now, oh, right? Crazy so imagine up what it's like on the peak, no. tens of millions of pounds just for a basic, simple, yeah. like two up two down house. Mm. Um, well, big money for the uh, houses. yeah. We're but talking about uh, classic films that haven't aged well, though. You were saying about it. Seen someone post it the other day, and I'm in agreement, but I've still got that nostalgia for it, and it's it's just, it's a shame really because it's not that good. And they need to make an update. I've seen Human Traffic. Aye. Right. Yeah. Try right. and watch it now. Oh, uh, dated. Oh. I thought about watching it now because it's, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I thought about it, but I thought it might ruin. No, it will. How I felt about it before because yeah. I used to watch that. That didn't come when it came out as well. When, when I, I had a hangover, I used to watch that to get me in the mood to go out to work every night. <laughs> and I put it's it on. Do you know the club yeah. scene where Sister Beth's on? Yeah. And I used to watch that bit. And it just used to spring us back to life again. The thing is, you, with it, right? You, you. But it'd be what twenty years ago that now. 99, I think it came out. Or two, maybe 2000. Uh, it's getting older, like, isn't it now? The thing is, it's cheesy and stuff for, for what it is, but at the that's time it was represented of yeah, that, that, that person. Yeah. yeah, I would love, absolutely love, right, and 
I know it's probably not doable because obviously no one's got the budget for it, but I know a few people who's videography within the industry. Well, you can do human traffic widening version. No, do a mod, just a modern day, even if it was just amateurly done. I don't right. want to be in it or out, but I would love to write a script for it. Like, right. Do you know what I mean? Just do it. Like, um, you know enough people. That the modern, the modern day night out. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Or weekend out, obviously. Um, and I think that the, there's definitely a market for it. The amount of people who live that life now... Be like the updated Hitman and Her. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to do that. There you go. I'd love to do that, but a lot of people nowadays wouldn't like it, eh? Because the, cameras, the, the culture, yeah, the culture's a bit like different. Yeah. Very, very different. Uh, you couldn't go into some places, put no, it that people way. People say, stop filming, stop filming. I don't want you to film it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. There'll be too many... There's too, mo there's too many... Uh, um, there's too many opinions for it we'll now. just do it. Put a note on the door. I don't know about the law be about it. Like, put a note on the door saying you've got to be filming here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Keep your trousers on. I'll, I'll get in touch with Michaela Strachan and you can come on and do it. Man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, That'd be a good idea, I think. Uh, there's a market for it, definitely, yeah. used to do that thing where they go around. Does that not work, isn't it? A club scene. Uh, uh, what was that called? Um, I know what you're on about. By... Club Life. No. Something like that. I've, I've they've started uploading. It's, it's still on, on YouTube, on isn't it? YouTube. Well, no, they've re-uploaded. Re uh, so I got to watch like the. Oh, mates from work, Sonny. Johnny Dolan. If you're watching Johnny. <laughs> uh, Back in the day. Oh, what is the fucking thing called? Me and Simon talked about it when Simon was on. Uh, because. I think I ran work in the fusion and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they went around a few spots. Oh, I can't remember what it was called now. I don't know. I will find it. Well, uh, Club of Vision. Yeah. Club of right, Vision TV. Right. You could do a, an updated version of that. You could, but then again, obviously the 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 the. the You'd have to the do the license laws and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I would love to do something like that, though. Just mm. interview them. Just uh, do it illegally. <laughs> you never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> just I could put it out on Patreon, and then you'd have to go and sign up on yeah. Patreon. But yeah, um, we're gonna sort of sign off today, mate. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Always is, mate. Yeah, anytime. We're talking off pod. Gonna gonna get him back on to do a bit of a group one as well. We haven't got anything signed, sealed, and delivered just yet, but we're we're looking. This is still ninety five percent finished. Obviously, the basis of everything he has done. It's just. We never thought about doing maybe a live DJ set and getting a guest on for an hour set. Well, that's also in the pipeline. Like that, yeah. So that's why this. Give you obviously, it's pointless if if your audio listener or or the cameras there, but. This bit's got to be empty along here, mm. so I can move the, the sofa, set the, the decks up here, and you can have a bit of a live stream or something like that, yeah, yeah. and I think it would be good, and then obviously mm. the speakers are here, and it'd be, be, be decent. Um, I plan on doing that, uh, it's just finding, I need to, to come with a plan first, yeah. I think, because if I'm going to do it, you're going to do it properly, aren't you, mm. do you know what I mean? Um, um, shout out to... Like the book. Brad Milburn's boiler room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say um, the the label I've just signed to that uh, BNCY, they've they're doing a thing called Bouncy Box, mm. and it's um, the guy who runs it. He's actually a professional club uh, videographer, shout Mikey Davis, and he does. Um, they've set up like a booth. Mm. Go in, play. I'll show you some videos afterwards. But they've they've done it to a whole new level. If I was to do it, I I couldn't do it on their level. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, look. Oh yeah, of course. But it's, it is a good idea, nonetheless. Um, but as I say, I think that will be a good thing as well. Get the lights set up, point over. Mm -hmm. Someone else messaged me. Friday night, five thousand crowd. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. You've got the audience, so why not use you know? Yeah, I think this will be the next new nightclub here. <laughs> I imagine. It. 
Do you know what I, I was saying about this on the last episode? I would like to have um, something obviously bigger than this, but like a little, small, intimate 40 people venue, 40, mm. 50 people. Just a square room. Like, it's so basic in my head. Yeah, just dex, dex, dex in the corner. Some lights. Yeah, that's and that's it. it. Yeah. And just have, like... And then have sell tickets. Sell no, 40, no 50 VIP tickets. Areas. No VIP areas. 40, 50 tickets. But the rule is, when you buy a ticket, it needs to be somebody who's genuinely passionate about music yeah. and that. Like, I don't know how I would filter that. I don't no know phones. Yeah. Just come in. Mm, enjoy enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's not enough of that going on at the minute, is there? No, and do you know, like... And it will make it a, such a highly desired club, but when it, the tickets come out the next time, they'll be snapped up straight away. And, do you know what I mean? And then, uh, that's how it is. 40, 50 people in a small room, decks on, fucking atmosphere, vibe all night. And if you have it as a private party, you can go for as long as you want. Mm. And I'm not just going to do hard music if I was to do it. I would start off, get you, play a bit of disco. Doesn't matter, I'd just go for all genres there, just some music people. Yeah. People who like music, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. And then by the end of the night, it's going to be fucking gabbering it right out. <laughs> 150, 200 BPM. Yeah, 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 exactly. See who's left. See who's left at up. the end. Yeah. <laughs> but I have, I have thought about this because um, I'm going to give a few of my secrets away, but um, in the future, I'm going to be starting doing a couple of events. It, maybe it's time to refresh or what, I don't know. Um, I think it might be um, <clears throat> this. Uh, and do something like that. Just get a venue... 40 people, yeah. bang, have a good time. Make it into like a boiler room thing. Have the cameras well, that's and that's all set like up. Room is like everyone's just right there. Yeah, that's no, it. You're not set. Oh, well, again. again. Yeah. Get excited. Oh no, sorry to speak it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's right the plan. In the crowd, right in the most of the atmosphere there, isn't it? Yeah. Just electric right there. You've caught it right there. Um, but the <coughs> other thing is, I'm, I, I have been actively looking, I've talked about it on the podcast before, looking for a venue to rent or hire or mm-hmm. buy even. Um, Jason, Joe Bananas, are you looking around here or not? No, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I went to uh, inquire about obviously Gallagher's, mm-hmm. but it's too big for what I want. It, it's, it is, it's. I, I want an intimate venue. I don't want mm-hmm. to to be there playing to hundred people in a three hundred people capacity oh, venue. I, know, just, I, I want something where there's demand. I'm not going to open it every weekend. Just so this is my plan. I'm going to tell you all, anyways. Um, I want to have a comedy night on a Thursday, like once a month, right? Mm. Get co- just put chairs yeah, out. Nobody does that, like do forty they? people, 40, 40, 50 people in a venue. Stand up comedy. It's fucking. It's good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I want in the in in, in, in the, the entertainment aspect of it all. There. I want to. I want to do like say. I enjoy comedy. I love comedy, so I like that. Um, well, there's not much of it around here, like to be fair. Fucking quiz night. Oh, yeah, there's Three quid entry right. or something like that. Winner gets the pot. Yeah. Uh, and put fucking food and that. I, 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 I'm, as much as I love DJing and stuff like that, I love organising the events. I love, I love, I love, I love camaraderie. I, that's why I got into the music. I went to the wrestling last weekend in Wembley, um, and honestly, eighty thousand people. It was fucking the camaraderie was. That's what it's about for me. Mm. So if you can get a comedy night where everyone's in tuned and fucking class. Get a fucking a boiler room thing in this. This uh, it's finding the, the the right area. Mm. Make it a private function. It's not an open bar or out like that. It's just a private function that follows the law. And just do it like in that 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 regard. Mm. I've seen units for sale. Went to see. Went to look at a unit, and for what they're wanting um, and what we're allowed to put on in there, you can't do it. So I I inquired no, about one. A lot of, a lot of 
red tape to go through with. Yeah, well, I, I went to see one. Just do it underground, how it used to be. I know, but it's not worth the, right it's not worth the thing, is it? No. Be good um, though to go back to them trees, but you'd, oh, never, yeah. you'd never be the same, would you? Well, when when I inquired about this one, they were like, sort of, I was telling them what the plan was, and they're like, no, no, strictly storage. You can't even open a shop if you want to. If you wanted to have like um, a drop sale or something like that, can't even do that. You have just got to be solely used for for storage. Well, they were like illegal raves up at Logan last year or something. Like, didn't they have a couple of yeah, raves was. there, but the police closed them down, didn't they? Yeah. Come See, I like I like the I like the illegal rave thing, but. If I was to do something... You'd only get an hour before the police would come on and... Yeah. Like. I, I said to on the last podcast to Chris, I said I would li- what I'd like to do is have a small little venue, right, and then have a beer garden for the summer, get mm. the decks out, summer party, and then yeah. at night, back in the venue, there you go, you're away. Yeah. That's but, it, a, a nice terrace beer garden. Mm-hmm. Mm, be nice. But there's not enough afternoon stuff, I don't think, around here. Afternoon events are there's the nothing, way forward. I know, I think that, but there's nothing... Especially through throughout summer. We can get some aside. Eh? We'll mm. have to get some aside. The thing is, I'd love to go, even if it was in a nightclub, it doesn't need to be necessarily outside. If it's a bad day, right, everyone in a nightclub, right, through the day, and you can get home and, and have a decent fucking night's sleep at night. And, uh, uh, I, I hear you there, like, Definitely. I prefer the afternoon, like, you can still grow, like, more, more recovery time, then by nine o'clock, great. See, what, what I'd like is, do you know when, uh, uh, we're all talking about this, when the World Cup was on last, last year, I'm not a massive follower of it all, but, like, people, as I say, it's camaraderie thing for me, right. once I see people getting together, I, I love it's it. It's a nice atmosphere, isn't it? Yeah, so, Saturday afternoon football on, mm-hmm. right, in the background or in another room if you want it on um, for those who w- watch it and then a rave and just like it doesn't even necessarily be a rave just tunes on just tunes on yeah, 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 yeah sometimes it can be over organised a lot of things can't they but you expect too much from them that's why I said to you if I was to do it just keep it simple and just go back to basics you know decks, tunes couple of lights make it make it about you and your mates not about uh, uh, make, trying to make an uh, imprint on the industry yeah that's, don't make it about that just make it a, just enjoy yourself and mm. you and your mates just uh, like it's a kitchen party like you've yeah, got the deck set up a lot of people can't enjoy themselves now because they're worried about the camera phones being videoed yeah you can't let their hair down you know what I mean so exactly it kind of spoils the fun with phones nowadays I know, I know that they're a great gadget don't get me wrong but yeah for that side of things it's, I think it, it lets everybody Makes everybody uptight a bit. Up, it's a bit yeah, you can tell people it, are on edge with you. Can jobs and stuff like that now, and mm. man, it's just gone too far. Really, I just took all the fun away. Yeah, so it's no phones allowed. <laughs> yeah, if we were to do something like that, it would be the, I'd I'd have to put up a policy. And, and do you know something? It would put people off coming mm. because they can't Instagram it or whatever. That's fair enough. They'd probably enjoy it better when but, they were there. But yeah, but well, the ones that it would attract, <laughs> the ones it would attract. Would be the clientele I'm looking for. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It'd be the ones who just want to go out and have a good night. And they don't want to be filmed. Yeah, but like if you, if you look back at it now, say right, we'll we'll say at the park, right? When you're playing in the park, imagine how different the atmosphere would have been if everyone's with the phones and that. Like I know it's a whole different generation, and mm. there is times when I do like seeing the phones out. Like I was it, I was it um, playing in. I mean, it's good they got footage of it back then. There's not much of it about, like is it? But yeah, it's nice to look back on, but. There's just footage now of everything everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, from all different angles. No, you don't even know who's videoing what. Yeah, it's it's good that um, I remember I was playing in in Electric Soup, yeah, year or so ago, whatever, maybe even longer, I don't know, um, in Workington, and the the whole crowd was like buried off at the front. It was rammed like, 
and all I seen was lights on phones, and I thought, wow, that looks fucking amazing. Mm. Like they're all just videoing, but like it's a different atmosphere. It's not necessarily bad. It's just different. It's just how kids are today are. Yeah, I know. Just all about that, isn't it? That's their different. culture. But it was it was a good atmosphere to just look and you just see lights and it's right. just fucking class class. But at the same time, as I say, you've got sometimes you have got to just go back to basics, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll just sort of sign off today. Did we do your 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 last meal, your electric chair meal last time? It's my yeah, uh, my gun jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. Uh, we did. We oh, did. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. Uh, excellent. Diego, didn't I? Oh yeah, I of course, of course. I always forget because I'm I'm get so obsessive with food. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll we'll sign off. We'll do something a bit different this time. Never done this one before. Right here, right now. What do you fancy having to eat? Um, I don't know. A nice cheeseburger. Let me do some karaoke. Cheese cheeseburger. Get this party started. <laughs> class, class. I, I like a cheeseburger. Like I've been on a bit of a diet recently, so I've just trekked myself then. To uh, bacon and sausage sandwich from Greg's, and do you know something? I absolutely fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah. Joe, you haven't had it in ages. Like yes, Aye. making a roast dinner tonight as well. Uh, big treat there for me. <laughs> well, why not, mate? Why not? Why not? I just want to say thanks for coming, mate. It's been absolutely no problem, man. Class. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, which hey, if you've enjoyed it, fucking class because I've I've loved it. Um, yeah, just you can find us. Um, on YouTube, it's time to refresh. Instagram, it's time to refresh. Facebook, it's time to refresh. You know how it is. Um, but if you've, you've really enjoyed it and you want to get some bonus episodes and some bonus content, then you can uh, sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash it's time to refresh. Uh, we've got, we get all the early news and announcements, Patreon exclusive, stuff behind the paywall that's going to be too spicy to be on public episodes. You know what I mean? People have got reputations. Like you say, we're sitting here recording. People have got jobs. <laughs> but yeah. reputation went a long time ago. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, you can sign up and uh, for £3 a month, it supports this podcast. It keeps it going. Funds what we're doing. I mean, um, as you say, you see the upgrades on everything. Like I say this all the time, you see the upgrades on everything we do. It's, it's partially funded by the, the, the listeners. Do you know what I mean? And I'm very grateful for that. So, yeah, if you've enjoyed this, then share it with your mates because that's how we get much bigger. Um, sharing, I, I, I put sponsored ads and stuff like that out to try and get um, more new listeners. Um, but sharing it and putting it in, in your WhatsApp groups with your mates who you think, do you know what, I think they might like this. I think they'd enjoy this crack. Um, that that's our biggest promotional tool because you're sending it to somebody right to the 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 person you think is gonna like it. It goes right to their ears and it's like if they're gonna like it, they're gonna love it, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Do you know where I'm coming from? Um, and yeah, so as I said, thanks for listening, and I'll see you again soon. Nice one. <laughs>